Thanks for downloading this podcast. podcast. It's for personal use only and must not be rebroadcast, reproduced or used in any form without permission. Tell your friends they can get their own copy by searching iTunes for Radio Le Mans or visiting RadioLeMans.com. We're on the formation lap ahead of VLN2 and the second race of the year for the VLN 2018 season. And after 170-odd cars qualified early this morning, it's always a busy day for the VLN events with qualifying and the race crammed in to a Saturday morning and afternoon. And bear in mind, this is an 11 a.m. start, or at least due to be. We're a minute away from 11 o'clock in the morning, so just slightly behind time. Bear in mind the uh, lengthy grid here being split into three different groups, and it's the front of those groups, the first of those groups, that we will be concentrated on for the opening lap, because that's where we find 28 SP9 cars split this year, remember, into three different categories, professional, premium, which is pro-am, silver and bronze drivers, and the master's class for all bronze entered drivers, just the one car in that category, and uh, SP9 is where we're likely to get our winner from. Then we'll focus on how those cars deal with the sprint strecker first time around. And we've actually got now SP9 cars heading out of the carousel, past Hoa Act, and on towards Brunchen and that uh, giant campsite, which is always cram jam full over the weekend of the 24 hours. Got a decent crowd there this weekend as well. So we're nearing the end, actually, of this lap now. Still got that long run down the Dottinger Hur. But this is where the visor is starting to be pulled down, tyre temperature slowly building to its optimum. And the grid will start to take shape towards the end of that long straight and into Tiergarten. Drivers that do the best here are ready for anything. And the number 14 car that we are able to watch the onboard, this is the Team Black Falcon Mercedes AMG GT3, should they not have full duplex back and forth talking ability over the radio to their driver on the dashboard left indicator is yes if you're being asked a question right indicator is no and flash if you're coming to the pits actually in letters on the top of the dashboard so that the driver knows exactly what he's doing. What a cracking idea. Attention to detail like that, Johnny, though, is what gets you around this place because you cannot afford to to lose communication on a race, on a circuit of this type where to go past the pits one too many times would be a complete disaster. Good idea. like it. The, uh, the other thing to bear in mind regarding the number 14 car is that uh, we had plenty of Black Falcon Mercedes and Porsches in fact in VLN1 but we didn't have an SP9 offering from Black Falcon so they are coming here as a little bit of an unknown entity I mean we know all about Black Falcon's form but they I think it two SP9 cars that they brought to the Nürburgring this weekend there's the number 6 car of Hubert Haupt Abdulaziz Al-Faisal and uh, Eric Johansson and Gabriel Piana. But then the other car, the number 14, is the one that uh, is running in third position at the moment behind the safety car, behind the pace car. In fact, there's three Black Falcon cars because Yelma Berman's also uh, here with Thomas Jaeger, Jan Seyfarth 
and Lucas Stoltz in the number 15 SP9 car. So Black Falcon, well and truly in the groove ahead of the 24 hours, well, and the qualifying race as well, the six-hour qualifying race necessary before the 24-hour uh, race in a couple in uh, well next month isn't it second weekend of may so waiting for the first few cars in sp9 to appear around the corner having negotiated the kleiner carousel schwalbenschwanz as it's uh, better known and then the right hand kink which is flat out come race time onto the dottinger her and this is the real opportunity once we get to the race for slipstreaming and dragging up alongside or right behind opponents to try and get a good overtaking opportunity into that final left-right sequence of corners. An ever-tightening chicane at Tiergarten. And then that transition from the Nordschleifer onto the Grand Prix circuit, which uh, is turned into a gravel trap when the tracks run to the shorter configuration. Very, very narrow exit, actually, from the Nordschleifer proper onto the sprint strecker. And we had one or two very close calls for cars needing to pit, uh, realising they were, you know, the tank was down to mere dregs, but then realising, hang on a minute, I'm on the left-hand side of the track, <laughs> lapping a Renault Clio and also trying to beat somebody else in my class, and you're calling me in. And it felt like uh, one of those moments where you get to a motorway junction and think, this is our off, and I'm in lane three. Very close indeed. Um, and I, I think actually contact was made by that uh, the BMW in question. So let's hope we get a few uh, less close calls this time around. Who's this we're on board with? One of the Rover BMWs, which is just tucked in behind. Yeah, so 98 and 99 showed promise in VLN1. Sadly, I don't think either of them... Well, certainly one didn't reach the finish, and the other one was playing catch-up after early Gremlins. So 98 and 99 wanting certainly a better VLN2. And they are starting in a decent position. The 98 car will start from fifth place then with an all-Mercedes second row. Is there a better site in motorsport than a massed field of 150-plus cars heading down the Dottinger in three groups, getting ready to go racing on the most challenging motor racing circuit in the world? Effectively, the world's fastest country road. And that, in some ways, is the best way to think of it, even when you're racing there. Don't think of it as a racetrack. That's what experienced drivers have told me before. Don't think of it as a racetrack. Just think of it as, the, as a country road that only goes one way. There should be nothing coming the other way, in theory. Yes. Just watch out for those intervention vehicles mm. and the odd flatbed, which uh, won't be going the wrong way, but will be going probably about a tenth of your speed. This is the site we all wait for then with a cracking uh, opening formation lap. It's taken a little over 15 minutes, but we're going to start the, this race about six minutes behind schedule. Bear in mind, you might need to bolt on an extra lap as well, depending on where the leader is once the four hours is up. We're getting underway then for the 43rd edition of this great race, the DMV Vier Stunden Rennen, the second race of the VLN2 Championship. These cars then coming 
off the Nordschleife and onto the Grand Prix straight. It's a cracking getaway for the 911 and the 912 risking here slipping behind certainly one of the Mercedes. No, he's managed to drag across the bows of that car, the man filter machine. They're side by side going down towards turn number one. And yes, two places lost, I make it, for the 912. But it's a good start for the Grello car. Not sure whether it's Dumas, Vantor or Bamba at the wheel. We'll try and put some uh, meat on the bones as far as that's concerned and drivers behind the wheel for this opening stint. But a great getaway for the number 14 Black Falcon Mercedes up to second position. 912 runs third, then the 48 Mercedes is fourth, ahead of the number 98 BMW M6 as the number four uh, Porsche of Martin Raginger and Klaus Bachler goes out wide in the background, leaving the Mercedes arena. Two Rover Racing BMWs come close to making contact with each other. Let's keep it tidy, boys, on this opening lap. We've got four hours to race, remember, as the 912 tries to slot up the inside of the Black Falcon Mercedes. Can he get the move done and avoid contact? Not quite. And discretion the better part of valour as the Rover Racing BMWs are still side by side in the background. They run in sixth and seventh, almost touching there. The man filter Mercedes on the back of the second of the Porsches trying to get the optimum slipstream as they head then towards the Vidal chicane. Remember, we're using the very fast chicane rather than the tight left-right that uh, is used on the shorter Grand Prix strecker. Both Falcon liveried and Falcon tyred cars going pretty strongly as well. The Porsche ahead of the BMW. Remember that team deciding on two different chassis but onto the hats and back for the first time as Group 2 is about to get underway. Led by the yellow and red Porsche on effectively their pole position with one of the KTMs alongside. In fact there's a couple of KTMs on the outside the front row. Oh, Good jump from row 3 by one of the Porsche Cup cars couple of Caymans going down the inside as well but it is the quote-unquote pole sitter who's got a great run from group number two and heads down to the first corner looks like there's been a bit of resurfacing since the last time I watched I'm not sure whether that was there in the last round because I was only listening to you because <laughs> I was uh, at some I think distance was. right okay that uh, strip of darker bitumen towards the turning and the apex of turn number one and a fabulous start by that uh, second group pole sitter and it's Porsche from Porsche from Porsche one of the BMWs trying to get involved there but at the moment it's all Porsches to the fore 911 Cayman Cayman 911 that is a very good start indeed for whoever it was at the start I'm afraid I didn't catch the number of that second group starter as they set off uh, the KTMs who were lying astern on the left hand side of the grid as they went across the line therefore into the uh, first corner on the outside have been swallowed up but now begin to fight their way back through again it's a 223 car that was trying to come through TTRS going through the bright green car that we've seen before here in these races as they're still on the shorter version of the Grand Prix loop yeah, the KTM really trying to get in. Some of the TCR cars in there as well. A couple yes. of Seats in there just proving, Johnny, how quickly those cars are against out-and-out out GT4 and uh, uh, sports cars. Yeah, absolutely. Um, group 2 is comprised of uh, V5, which is basically the bulk of the Caymans at the head of the group. V6 in there as well, along with SP3, 4, 5 and 6. H4, which is one of the historic classes. AT... Uh, 
Um, that's alternatively tuned, I believe. Cup 3, Cup X, and then the TCR class, as you mentioned. And we've still got Group 3 to come Here through. Here come, Johnny. This Your is the favourite. Cup 5 BMW M235i cars, then, along with V2T, V3, V4, and... Uh, a great load of other classes as well. But anyway, we're going to try and go four abreast here in the BMW M235 Racing Cup division. Get used to this because it's going to be action-packed door handle to door handle for pretty much the full four hours. And it's one of the Pixum Team Adrenaline cars that's got the jump. That's the blue and uh, orange car. But Michael Shry with the number one on the door showing that he's defending champion getting the jump. And we perhaps shouldn't be too surprised about that. So Shry leads this massive touring cars effectively with Renault Clio's in there there's a Renault Megane as well just turning right at the first corner there's the 666 car the blue and black half and half machine that finished on the podium last time out 694 in behind there the, is the red and orange car these are all 235 eyes remember this was a category built by BMW M Sport specifically to race here on the Nordschleife they have raced other places around the world have their own class in Creventic racing, uh, for example, and uh, did have a couple down in the Bathurst Six Hours uh, a couple of weekends ago as well. Or actually, that's only last weekend. Sunshine. <laughs> I've got no clue where I've been over the last uh, few Clearly. weeks. Clearly, yes. Um, I have got. I've, I've got previous for not knowing where I am, actually. I don't have to travel the world just to be confused. Um, it is cold. It is cold but sunny on the Nordschleife, and we are underway with all of the cars now, Johnny, having gone past the green flag to start their race. Yeah, and the 700 car of Nauman and Fischer trying to move up the inside into the Vidal Chicane, making it stick, in fact, getting ahead of the, 960, uh, the 694 car, rather. And 694 just with the solo driver... It'll be Vidas driving that. Tristan Vidas, I'll check that in a moment or two. But the uh, Group 2 car, so these are the TCRs, well and truly onto the, um, onto the Nordschleifer proper here. Another chance to see then the start for Group 3. And here come the BMW 235Is. down the inside for Shrive, wasn't it? Yes, the, it was. the white motorsport coloured car. Qualified Shared the, the championship last anyway, year, didn't he? But uh, he's the one, because they've split up the championship driving team, he's the one who's taken the number one this year. Yes. And uh, very much looking forward to... Uh, what paper scissors for that, do you think? A bit of arm wrestling? Um, I think sure. it's in, yeah, entirely necessary because, uh, you know, points are so few and far between in this championship. I think even in a class of 25 cars, if you win it, you only get nine points. Mm. Uh, but that's because in second place you get something like 8.8 .8 points. Uh, heaven knows how you you and Paul Trussell, I think, for VLN 9 last year, managed to work out who was winning what at any stage. Um, so this, by the way, are heading up the hill towards Klostertal and the Caracciola Carousel, uh, whilst Group 3 are just about getting airborne and leaders are in fact oh a little bit further around than that my apologies they've made better ground than I thought they've just come out of the second of the carousels uh, through Schwalbenschwanz and I head on uh, to the Dottiger Hoer BMW of uh, M6 of Roer Racing sitting right in the wheel tracks of the bright green and yellow Mercedes-Benz which don't get confused with that colourway 
because it does look a little bit like one of the Porsches. And three cars abreast on the Dottinger Hoa as the 912 Porsche is defending from BMW and Mercedes as they go through the kink under the bridge, now down into the dip and up towards Tiergarten. My goodness me, that was tight, but whoever it was who started the Manti 912 Porsche realised that he was being gained on by the two slightly more bluff coupés that were sitting in behind him and felt the need to move drivers left. End of the first lap, it will be the Dumas Vanteur and Bambacar that leads. An 8-11-1 from a rolling start. Uh, in second place, it is the 14, Enkel Christodoulou and Metzgekart, just by three-tenths of a second, courtesy of that smashing start. The 9-1-2 holds on to third, having dropped down to fourth at one stage. Patrick Pele, Fred Makovecki and Nick Tandy. And it's the Westbrook and Edwards, number 98, BMW in fourth position. At least it was when they went across the line. It was across the line and still is now because right. the 98 car cemented that fourth place into the right-hander, but it was tight stuff. I, I wouldn't be surprised to see a, maybe a little bit of contact perhaps between wheels from that 98 BMW and the 48 right. Mercedes, but uh, I'm not sure whether it's Westy or John Edwards driving that, but forceful stuff, needed to make the move stick and did so at turn one. Yeah, in fifth position, the uh, Maxi Gertz, Christian Hornardel and Indy Donchi behind the wheel of that car. Indy Donchi confirmed for all of the Connell Tire... Uh, sorry, all of the... Uh, Yes, Continental Tire sports car races that he could do this year with Winwood HTP Racing. He can't do the Mazda race because of Mazda Raceway race because of previous commitments. Um, I'm hearing that we might get Bert Schneider for that one. I did put my name in the hat, but I think if it's me versus Schneider, I think Schneider might get the call. Possibly. How many times have you won the DTM Championship? Uh, well, I've 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 never not won it. That's true. Yeah. Yes, I suppose so. Interesting logic. Mm. I think he's won it, is it five times? Yes. Yes. Um, he's a bit special, he's burnt. He is rather, and he's also done a lot of development work on this new Mercedes-AMG GT4 car. I've seen the back of that car quite a bit as it went past me. Yes. That's, that's the only experiences I, I have of the GT4. And we've got some of those GT4 Mercedes in the entry, including one in SP8T. Well, it's on Paul for SP8T. That's the Schneider car. That's the Schneider car. Yeah. Um, and then other AMGs featuring SP10, which is, well, the more obvious place you'd expect to find them, really. SP10 being GT4. So two of the new MG, uh, AMGs, along with uh, three BMW M4s in that class and an Aston Martin Vantage V8. Battle for third position, Johnny. Well, actually, it's battle for first, second, third and fourth as they drop down through uh, Callenhard down towards Exmuller, dropping down all the way to the bridge at Adenauer and then starting the climb up the other side of the racetrack. And in fact, as I say that, I'm entirely wrong because that's the end of the foxhole. My apologies. So they, in fact, in Adenauer forced. So not quite as far around the lap as I thought. Just getting used to the spring sunshine and the long shadows here. The trees not really in their full greenery. Now coming up to Metzgefeld, Callenhardt, and then the right-hander at Versaifen. 
Snatch a gear early. Keep changing up at this point. Stay off the kerb on the left-hand side. Really unsettles the car. Dropping Now we're dropping down the hill. Long, long right-handers before a 90 right into the hairpin left. Hook the kerb on the inside there. Get right into the inside. And now falling off the end of the world down towards the bridge. Look for the entry road on the right-hand side, the access road. And that's about your breaking point. No runoff at all on the right-hand side. Now climbing again. Use that change in topography to help that front end of the car turn in. Don't need to lift off very much. Just looking at Manti Racing's Twitter feed. Um, about an hour ago, they tweeted the driver pairings, interestingly. Um, but uh, it's a trio for each of those cars. Uh, but they're listed as, in the 911, Dumas, Van Tor and Bamber. So I yep. just wonder whether that's the order that, order they're, that the driving. they're putting the drivers in. Yes, and then 912, Pile, Fred Mako and Nick Tandy. The two so. Le Mans winners getting in last. Uh, yes, it would seem so. Oh, the two most recent Le Mans winners. Romain Dumas, of course, multiple champion uh, in the 24-hour race uh, around here. Uh, we've gone back to Group 3 now and looking at the race there. And the uh, Pixum car has got ahead of Schrei as they have a four BMW 235i battle for the lead in... Uh, that's Cup 5, isn't it? They're just coming to complete their lap. So that is the Pixar Motorsport car having regained the lead, having lost it briefly on that opening lap. Who knows how many times it changed hands. And Chase Shry down the inside at the first corner in the white and M Sport coloured. I know I've said this before. I'm going to say it again. No car looks any worse by the addition of BMW M Sport stripes. It is, it is a fact of life. You can't make a car look bad with M Sport stripes. And I'm still looking for a set of M Sport uh, or Motorrad stripes for my K1600 GT motorcycle, which flew through its uh, test the other day and had one of its bigger services and is running perfectly, thanks to BMW Motorrad at Wollaston for looking after that and lending me a new version of the bike with the quick shift, which I rather liked. Lead change in Cup 5 with, I think, the 6.50 car now ahead of Mikhail Shry. Yes, correct. But that's uh, obviously going to yin and yang throughout the race. And we're back now with the V5 leaders. So 9.60 is one of our onboard cameras. Still waiting for timing screens to fully update. The difficulty, of course, with starting three separate groups two minutes apart is that for the first few laps on the timing and scoring, uh, group three, the third of the groups, actually shown as the race leaders, yes. but uh, it'll all shake out in due course. So that Cup 3, 960, that's second in Cup 3. Three ah, okay. cars yep. ahead is the 969, both came in GT4 club sports. So, oh, and here is a pass for the lead. Pass for the lead as the number 14, the Engel, Christodoulou and Metzger, Mercedes has gone through and displaced the Porsche yellow flags mm. for a Renault Clio on the right-hand side of the circuit. Now, did that pass get done before the yellow flags or will there have to be restitution? Very fast part of the circuit as they came through out of Schwalbenschwanz down towards 
the last double right-hander before coming onto the Dottie Gehur. It's the 9-1-1 that's lost a hatful of places. Was leading at the start of this lap and it slipped back to, I make that fifth position. It's the 9-1-2. Takes the race lead, but here comes the BMW from a long way back as well, utilising a double toe on both the 14 Mercedes and the 9-1-2 Porsche. Also, the second of the Rover Racing BMWs thinking about a run on the 9-1-2. This is classic. Nürburgring racing here with six SP9 cars at the head of the order and it's, well, just pick one uh, as your race leader at the end of this, the second lap. Remember in qualifying we had 13 cars within five seconds of each other, early pit stop for one of the Roa BMWs now this is tactical surely it must be tactical we'll try and get some news from the pit lane for you as the 912 now leads, we believe Patrick Pile starting that car as into the pit lane comes the BMW. That's the 98 car. And that looked fairly scheduled. So that was at the end of lap, lap two, too early, correct? that is, I think. Even, I mean, it might be tactical, but you're going to have to do two laps. And then, I mean, no SP9 car can do more than eight laps of stint. Does that fit into your 28? No. Not really. 28, I that would be a problem. 26, and then three eights are only 24. There you go. So even my rudimentary arithmetic, and bear in mind uh, our maths classes at Farrington Comprehensive School some years ago were double period on a Friday afternoon. So as you can imagine, Heindorf wasn't there very often. by that time, surely. Yeah, I know Bradley would have been. Actually, that's not true. For double period on Friday afternoon was technical drawing. Oh, I know. And I did actually pass my maths a year early, so I didn't have to do maths in my final year at school, which was much better. Anyway, 2 plus 8 plus 8 plus 8 is not 28. So no. um, an unusual way of, uh, of working that, because the 98 car seemed to be up to speed. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, it's, in, oh, the it's in the box. It's yeah. in the box. Uh, and this is a major concern again for Rover Racing. But because on the hijacks as well there, I think, Johnny, uh, from the brief glimpse that we had. Um, the worrying thing was there, there didn't seem to be any coordinated work going on on that car. So whatever the report was from the driver, they are trying to isolate the issue. But what happened to Romain Dumas, if it indeed was him, uh, dropped a good couple of three seconds and from first down to pretty much fifth position. The number two gigaspeed Porsche, slightly further down the field in traffic at the moment. In VLN1, the 98 car did finish on the lead lap, actually. Bagged 10th position, but they had a, a troubled run to the finish. It was the 99 car that didn't manage to finish the race. So already there's a question mark about one of the Rover Racing BMW M6s. The other one is definitely in the hunt, though. Tucked in behind Porsche 911 as the little Peugeot. That might be the 306 we were talking about at the start of the broadcast. Peugeot 306 overtaken and some very stock-looking cars yeah. uh, that are now being lapped by the SP9 leaders. Down into the foxhole we go again. Out of the right-hander at Arenberg, then underneath the bridge and this plunge downhill. This is all flat-out so stuff. So scary, this Johnny, even in a streetcar because yeah. you just can't notice that no one touches the curbs uh, in the downhill and flat section of the foxhole you can take the first of the uphill left-handers down one gear then down another for Adnar Forest they're very very severe curbs and it upsets the car and you're so on the ragged edge there just floating the car through even in a streetcar where you're leaving yourself plenty of 
um, headroom, I suppose, in terms of performance. So 20 minutes completed. Leaders are on their third lap. 912 Porsche from Mercedes number 14, from AMG GT3 Mercedes 48, then the 911, the pole sitter, then the 99, the first of the BMWs, 98 in the pit lane, remember, for Raw Racing. Uh, Lars Kern makes up the top six uh, with the number 18, the car that he shares with Andre Lotterer, just got his permit to drive the big cars. And this is his first outing in SP9 Pro this weekend. Yelma Berman's uh, Mercedes AMG GT3, the number 15 car in seventh. Eighth, the 47 Mercedes uh, of the Motara, Bauman, and Indy Donchi team lineup. The 98 in the pit lane for Richard Westbrook and John Edwards. And uh, Klaus Bachler and Martin Raginger make up the top 10 in a 991. GT3R, that's the number four car, that's the top ten. Meantime, great battle going on between what appears to be a Porsche class at the moment, the 970 right in uh, amongst that in the moment. This was the second group of cars that were released. Uh, that is the third place, the 970 car in the three, three class Porsche Caymans uh, GT4 Club Sports, uh, second, third and fourth. Make that first, second, third and fourth in that category. But also embroiled in this battle is what I can only assume is a sick Conrad Lamborghini Huracan once again. And in VLN1, this oh, yeah, car had major problems. Is Did that the 133? No, it's the seven car. Oh, OK. It's the seven car which started in Group 1 with the rest of the sp 9 Just pitted. It's yeah. been into the pits. I just wonder whether it's done a lap of the sprint strecker into the pits and now perhaps has rejoined. Uh, spot on. A four minutes and nine in the sector one. So, yes, I think you might be right. That car was shown as 30th across the line, Johnny, so it would have been ahead by some 10 or 12 cars of that battle uh, in the SP, check that, uh, the Cup 3 category. So that is clearly a problem for Franz Conrad's Urukan. Again, because it really didn't get going in VLN 1 either. Uh, set a qualifying time, I seem to remember, in the fog with everybody else. Uh, but that was a, it was about a minute slower than all the SP9s. And then, <laughs> as John's head goes in his hands briefly, because we've got, again, more or less four abreast BMW M235Is. But just to finish the point about Conrad, it took them basically the first hour to do, I think, a, a full lap of the track. Mm. They just kept going round and round taking it to the garage, trying to sort out a gremlin, and I don't think that's been rectified. They're running in SP9 Premier, by the way. The, the four BMWs have shuffled the pack again. They have. So Pixum now second, try yeah, so down to six, six, fourth. Six, six in the lead. Yeah. I've learnt the colour of that one well through, done. through the various races. That is... That's the 60th position overall and leading in the 235 Racing Cup class, which is Cup 5. There's a... So the Pixum car, I think, is 650... Uh, check that for a moment. Yes, correct. And then the number one car, which is Michael Schrei. Yeah. Now, if you're looking on the timing at scoring, don't forget that that will be getting updated as cars go across the line because of the different starting times. Yes. So you might not see those four cars exactly in line astern on the timing screen. That takes a bit of um, getting used to. And so trust what you can see on the stream if you've got it and try and trust what we're seeing because we'll... 
if you're on the audio stream on RS3, part of the Radio Show Limited network of channels, maybe travelling around this Saturday morning or whatever time it is, wherever you are in the world, uh, we will try and keep you up to date that the timing sometimes not always exactly what you see on the screen. And the other thing to bear in mind, as far as the timing screen is concerned, is that we currently don't have a Sector 3 split. There may have been a problem uh, through the winter period because uh, the cabling that uh, allows timing loops to work can be quite tasty to the local wildlife. Oh, really? I understand so, yeah. And also, because quite a bit of the track around that area has been resurfaced, maybe that's... uh, uh, have it, have it with um, the electronics that you know install sector three. So sector three isn't being shown. Therefore, sector four has no reference point effectively. So it's showing time of day rather than ah. the time it's taken to go. Because I, I, it took me several, uh, well, several hours of VLN one to work out twelve hours and thirty minutes. How's that a sector time? But it's actually the time of day and uh, actually UK time of day rather than. Uh, no, no, it no, is no, Central European time, a big pardon. So, uh, anyway, side by but side for the, for the lead, it is 912 and 14. So, the 912 is the Manti car, the car that didn't win VLN1. I think ahead. it's Nick Tandy in that car, judging by the helmet colour, helped out by Shea Adam watching on from the other side of the Atlantic. That's extraordinary, isn't it? That um, we can get a help from one of our. Uh, pit reporters uh, and she's not even in the pits which is very good um, and, and confirmed it is Romain Dumas behind the wheel of the other car there is just a bit of orange on the helmet of the 912 that would probably uh, make orange and green uh, would make it Nick Tandy's helmet and then behind we've got a choice of four because it's either Mauro Engel Adam Christodoulou Manuel Metzger or Dirk Muller the wheel of that Mercedes. Another Mercedes in third position. The man filter livery number 48 car is in third position. That's the Maxi Gertz, Christian Hohenardel and Indy Doncher driven car. Then the 911. So it hasn't fallen too far away, but there's a little bit of a question mark about that lap for Roman Dumas, if it is him. I think it's just a case of being caught on the Dottinger Hur, and if you're leading the race and you've got five cars nose to tail behind you, you are a little bit of a sitting duck there, and cars will just drift out of the draft. And in some cases, you know, it's a, it's a four-car train, so you're getting quite a helping hand in terms of MPH down that long straight. And he was left in the dust a little bit, but he stayed on the coattails of this leading trio, who are now firmly ensconced oh. in traffic and through. Uh, Hats and back, it's so tricky to find your way through. You have to go left of one and right of another. Then you've got to stand on the anchors and go, I can't get through there. Wait till the straight. And now finally you get through. But look at the amount of time that's lost for the second place Mercedes at the 912 well up the road. Traffic giveth, traffic taketh away. True. Um, It's not Adam Christodoulou in that Mercedes because he's just sent me a tweet message. Uh, Thanks for your kind words, Adam. I've just asked him who is in the car, so I'm sure he'll get back to us uh, with that. At... uh, RSL underscore studio, please, if you are uh, if you are tweeting to us, use the hashtag VLN. Uh, the number 14 car then in second position as it heads down into the Foxhall for the how many laps coming up today? Uh, for the fourth time of asking. Magic mm-hmm. still beautiful day. It Crisp is. Crisp spring morning. Renault Clio just having to stay to 
the left now. And sure enough, the leader has been caught up in between some of the touring cars. And that's allowed a gain of time and distance by the number 14 BMW, uh, excuse me, by the number 14 Mercedes AMG GT3. Porsche, Mercedes AMG, Mercedes AMG, Porsche, BMW, Mercedes, Porsche, Porsche, Mercedes and Audi now into the top 10 with Frank Stippler in the number five car showing now in 10th position as they went across the line at the completion of lap three. Timed race, just on half an hour completed. Expect pit stops after seven or eight laps for the lead runners. Doubt we'll see a nine lap opening stint. No, the, the SP9's really struggled to do more than eight laps, but you might find an SP7 car mm. troubling the top uh, 10 by the end of uh, lap 8 because they can often squeeze an extra lap uh, out of their tank and sometimes we get lap 9 led by an SP7 indeed. First sighting of the Foxtail. Yeah, absolutely and uh, nobody to play with really at the moment apart from that Porsche up ahead but car 617, it's its regular number just cresting that little lip that marks the Mm. end of the Nordschleife onto the Grand Prix straight and trying to chase down, well, the Porsche not really a, a going concern because uh, it's that's not in its class. I thought I caught a glimpse of a Hyundai that wasn't here <laughs> for a moment, but no, it's a it's Seat <laughs> in a Hyundai livery. Really threw me off the marker there. That was interesting logic there. Yeah, I know. I've just caught sight of a Hyundai that isn't here. Actually, even, even yes. in the race. A um, couple of interesting tweets coming in. Uh, hello, Dr. Daniil, uh from the West London suburbs tuned in whilst making a timber storage chest from, for the allotment from scrap. I may need more than a four-hour race to finish it. I also had a tweet earlier on, and I didn't get round to it before the start, at RSL underscore studio using the hashtag VLN. Um, somebody who was doing an indoor half marathon on a treadmill, and the treadmill is, on the screen in front of the treadmill is the pictures that are going around the world nice. on the stream, thanks to our colleagues. Uh, Vega technical solutions in on the Nürburgring thanks guys and sorry I, that slipped down my screen now so I apologise didn't get your uh, name on that but that's an interesting use of four hours of which there are three hours and 30 still to go RS3 part of the Radio Show Limited Network in audio if you want to take us with you and you uh, can't be watching the stream all the time Bluetooth us to the car doing your Saturday morning shopping here in the UK or wherever you are in the world. Good to have your company. What is already shaping up to be a very competitive race at the head of the field with Patrick Peelet leading. Check that with Nick Tandy, we put in that car, leading in the 912, the car that started on the outside of the front row, didn't get a great start, but has worked its way to the front. Battles right the way through the field, Johnny. Yes, they certainly are. This will be the battle for the lead of the Caymans then. And now is this cup three or the v5 class if it's car 960 then it's the lead battle in cup three across the line yeah it looks like those two have broken away very slightly i was just trying to get an update on car 98 which is the rover racing bmw by my reckoning it's left the pit lane now okay and it's currently on lap three somewhere in that lengthy sector sectors three and four but then there's also, I mean, way down the order, um, there are a couple of cars that it looks like they haven't even started the race. The 135 SP8 car 
has not started. And car 135 is... Oh, I had it a moment ago. Uh, one of the Lexus RCFs, the ring racing with novel Lexus. And another car that hasn't started is the 615 Renault Clio. And there are other cars that have hit woes quite early on, mm. including the 445 Porsche Cayman and the 700 Cup 5 BMW. So 19 Cup 5 BMWs. Here are the leaders across the line. But sadly, one that's going to be uh, catching up for the rest of the race is the 7. Actually, the 700 was part of this lead scrap. So that car must have pitted soon after we spotted it. And now, sadly, is a couple of laps off the, the pace. But here's the uh, 666 going into the Mercedes arena. 912, still the overall leader then from the 14 Mercedes. Then the 48 Mercedes. So black liveried Black Falcon car second ahead of the bright yellow man filter Mercedes. Kicking up the dust there, Nick Tandy. And starting to... Just build himself a little bit of a margin now, mm. although the Mercedes is into some clear air. So this may be the opportunity to reel that uh, slightly more green than Grello Porsche in. Um, what about the 911? Has that lost another position? Yes, it has, because the 99 BMW has now got I, ahead. I think they might have a problem with that 911 car. Um, either they're doing a slightly different fuel strategy and they're just splitting themselves so that they don't come in to the pits at exactly the same time as the 912, which is a possibility, mm. or they have a problem, and because that car does not seem to have the pace on the faster parts of the circuit. Yeah, that's a fair point. Just looking to the background of the, in the Mercedes arena, and I couldn't see the yellow and green of the 911, but the 912 slicing through traffic. The other Lexus very much in the race, the Lexus RCF, and that's the next car... It has to negotiate just before the Michael Schumacher S. Now the plunge downhill and a chance to work the cars through the gears, flat out through this right-hand kink. You get a good view of this lower part of the sprint strecker from the back of the paddock there. Nice place to spectate mm. before the cars just dab the brakes because it's not a hard stop as you might find in a DTM race around the Nürburgring. Very fast and fluid um, chicane there that then takes them on this link road over the bridge and onto the hats and back proper. Caught a glimpse there of one of the lower order Ferraris, so not either the 11 or the 22. That might be the SP8 Ferrari that we talked briefly about earlier on. Yeah, three Ferraris in the race, so the two Wockenspiegel Team Monschau entries and then the 139 car is the SP8 Entry. That's actually a 458. Um, so nice to see the, the older shape Ferrari still mm. being pedalled. Yeah, it is. Um, Christian Kohlhaas, Mike Jaeger, and Stephen Collar in that uh, SP8 entered 139 car. Porsche coming back down towards turn one. Down the steep, steep slope. That's car 102. So where is that? in the order uh, 102 is 30th and 4th in Cup 2 that's another okay. GT3 Cup car that's the Berg Hernstein and Osekia car so every time we've caught a glimpse of that 102 car it seemed to be a little bit on its own it's trying to chase down number 124 Cup 2 is a, is a class exclusively for 
Porsche Cup cars, so Porsche mm. 911 GT3 Cup cars, and probably all of all of the 991 spec machines now as well. So the latest shape uh, car and yeah, 124 Leeds Cup 2 from 101. 69, uh, 69 is an SP7 car, being pardon, so 123 is third, and then that 102 car that we spotted. I'm struggling to get news from the pits, I'm afraid, so I apologise that we can't give you the news on that BMW number 98. There's the Jetta. Stop. The Jetta is the uh, dark maroon and yellow car. It's the um, rhubarb and custard car, isn't it, and with a bit of black on it. I remember seeing that at the back end of last year. Yeah. looks remarkably stock, other than from the paint scheme, either that or anything that fell off it. He found something yellow in the uh, in the scrapyard to put it back on again. Do you remember those VWs that they did that were Harlequin coloured? They all had different panels. Yes. There was a Polo, I think, that they did in that. As my father, an um, experienced policeman, might have said, with everybody panel the same colour, it's not pretty, but it confuses the witnesses. <laughs> um, Thanks, Dad. It runs in <laughs> H2, by the way. Oh, really? H2. That's an historic category. Yes. Uh, and there's, there's quite a lot of H2 cars, actually. Uh, Fifteen of them. Oh, there's the Aston Martin, the Avia, the red and white car. Very lovely colour scheme on that car. Slightly darker red this year for the, the Aston. It's the... Not the car that I drove, which is still in that is sixth position, in 51st position. That is the, I think that's the 188 car, isn't it? The Avia machine, which sits in 42nd, third in SP10. 42nd overall, third in SP10. Yeah, so... It's the Weber and Krebs car. That's right, two Astons in the field, mm. your GT8 and the other My one. My GT8. The other mine, one is, mine. Is, the, is the 188. <laughs> There's the uh, red and yellow Porsche that started from the lead of Group 2. Now, is that car 688, therefore? No, is the answer, because we don't have a 688 in the field. But it looks to be um, a modified Porsche. And Group 2 does include cup cars. But I'm feeling 588. I'm going to give you 588 because okay. it was a 997. So I'm going to give you the Charles and Gerhard um, 588 in running, leading H4 at the moment, that car, if that, is, if that is the car we're talking about. But certainly that has had a double eight on it. So yep. that would be my guess. And it's in amongst the KTMs and the other cars that had started that category with it. So that is now we'll categorised as an, an historic running car because it's a 997. It's one iteration back. GT3 Cup cars are great, though. They just—they never die. They just go endurance racing. It's—it's the—it's the, it's the way to do it. it. Really is. Meanwhile, Volkenhorst BMW being chased by the number two Porsche from Get Speed. So that'll be 35. The BMW of Hershey, Correct. Hunter Abbott. So that's is that Jonathan Hershey, Hunter Abbott, and Michael Clones, isn't it? I'm making that up. Yes. Christian. Christian Cron. Christian Cronyes, yeah. Cronyes, of course. In the 35 car, and they are being chased then by the Gigaspeed team Get Speed Performance Porsche of Steve Yance and Marek Bockman. There, that looks like a Hoffer car. It's the 211 it car. Indeed. 
going into the first corner. Familiar colours for Hoffa Racing that we've seen uh, wrapped on the BMW, but also on Mercedes, SLS and mm. AMGs through the years. So Martin Kroll on the solo drive in the 2-1-1. Oh, really? Yeah. At least according to the provisional entry list. Let's just see whether that's changed. Oh, no, he might have got his friends on board as well. Yes, it, How dare he race on his own? Roland Egerman and the and presumably Chantel Kroll, Michael Kroll and Martin Kroll. That would be the three, wouldn't it? So it's the Kroll family outing plus Roland Egerman. Yeah. On the on an earlier version of the entry list, there were due to be two Second BMW in SP6, M3s. that car, at the moment. Okay. It is an older BMW M3 CSL. So the lightweight coupe. Very pretty car, that, with the uh, carbon fibre roof, of course. Meantime, the leader's back down the Dottinger Hall through the left-handed kink and all the way up to almost beyond the first of the left-handers at Teargarten up the hill before you even think about lifting off. And it's Porsche, uh, it is Porsche, Mercedes, Mercedes. And the top three are absolutely together. 9-1-2, Nick Tandy, we reckon, driving that. Was leading by about a second last time around. And it, that deficit has halved back to the second place, number 14, Mercedes, now just six-tenths. And the 9-1-1 in the background peeling off to make a first pit stop. and End of lap four, that, Johnny. Yeah, well, OK, that now would... That we can do, because yes. that would take you down a 24, and 3-8 is 24. That's right. So, uh, you know, at a 28-lap run for the four hours, even... You know, I haven't even had to take my shoes and socks off there. Very good. Yeah, very good. I know, I know. You I'm must w- have been done a few of these races before. Yeah. But that's the one on. that we worry that there may be a, a niggle for the 911. Maybe it's not on full song, unlike the 912, which clearly is. Are they just getting it out of traffic, out of trouble, get it off kilter? And, you know, maybe its rivals will lose track of where it is and then all of a sudden it'll pop into sight with a couple of laps to go and definitely be in the, with a chance of winning the race. They've just passed a Porsche Cayman, silver and red Porsche Cayman, uh, which is fourth in V5, class V5, uh, and sits 99th overall. And it had the number 458 on the side. That's not a Porsche number. <laughs> uh, 174 cars took the start, by the way. Yeah. So just under the... I think there is still a 180 maximum now, isn't there? Even for the VLN. Certainly is for the... 24-hour race. Yes, and, well, thankfully we have seen now some laps for that 135 Lexus. Um, just completing a lap now, in fact. One car we haven't seen anything of is the 615 Renault Clio. So let's hope we can get that 174th oh, car well in the race. I, I reckon that's the car... Oh, it's that running, though, isn't it? I reckon that's the car that I think had stopped on the first racing lap where yes. we saw the yellow flags, driver's right. Yes. Um, when um, we were watching the battle for the lead, in fact. So that's through... There were some yellow flags out, weren't there? Yeah. Out of the carousel? Mm, possibly. Ah, no, it was, it was from Schwalbenschwanz up to uh, Gallenkopf on uh, the driver's right there as you came out of the second carousel. There we uh, go. It was where... We saw that from the onboard. So, unfortunately, the 615, uh, that's really good at H2 category as well. The uh, Gronek-driven uh, car, Gronek and Gronek. And that car, I'm afraid, has not completed its first lap 
of the race. Tim and Dirk Gronick and... Yeah, we've got 15 cars in the H2 category. We've got Renault Clio's in there. The Opel Manta is in H2. There's an Opel Calibra, TJR. There's a Golf, there's a Jetta, there's a BMW 3-1, whatever that is. It was labelled as that in VLM1 as well, and I still haven't quite got to the a bottom BMW 3-1? BMW 3-1, yeah. Right, and the okay. Honda Civic Type R. So it's, a, it's an all-encompassing H2 class. Meanwhile, the 911, the fresh from its pit stop, and it's right on the boot lid now of car 102, and 102 we decided was a Cup 2 car running just outside the top three. There's the 135 Lexus, so that's many laps, sadly, off its class uh, lead, but thankfully it is in the race. One headlight out for that BMW M235i. That might have been Michael Fry, actually. I think a 3-1 is another way of saying it was an E30. Okay. BMW. So an um, older shape 3 correct. Series, basically. Six-cylinder, probably. Straight six. Yeah. All right, we let's may, hope. We may Beautiful catch... Beautiful Yeah, they do an E33 slash 1, don't they? So that would tally. Okay. We'll keep our eyes peeled for that. Meanwhile, right. 911. So this car looks a long way back from the leaders now, but it has a pit stop in hand, and we'll now be doing, we reckon, an eight-lap stint. So it's going to be stopping... In between everybody else, effectively, if if the other cars decide to do it on four stints of seven. And remember, Johnny, they will have had a shorter stop because they only did four laps. Yes. Remember the calculation that there is, uh, depending on how many laps you go, your minimum pit stop starts to go out to give you more time in the pit lane. Yellow flags on the run up the hill from Bergwerk. The BMW number 99 in fourth position with Jesse Krohn and Conor de Felipe at the wheel. And there's a code 60, I think, there because they are moving very slowly with an intervention vehicle on the right-hand side. So lap times will start to go out. Best lap of the race so far, I reckon, has gone to the lead of the 912. Nick Tandy, we put in that car at an 8057. Uh, if anyone can say anything faster than that, at RSL underscore studio. There's the 163 car, and 163 is a Mercedes AMG, but in GT4 spec, and that is an SP10 entry. So 163's drivers are Stefan Karg, Fidel Lieb, Fidel Live, I should say, and Moritz Oberheim. So three Germans at the wheel of that Black Falcon Team Identica Mercedes AMG. A couple of numbers for you to look up. Uh, 315 and 386 at Kesselschen is where the code 60 is. And the 810 just slightly further down. So that's 315, 386 at Kesselschen and a bit further up the track, further round the track, the 8 one zero stopped as well. Three one five is the MSC Audi TT two R. I oh, know of uh, Rudy Speich and Roland Vascau and Artur Gurian. Uh, Three eighty six sounds a bit like a BMW in two three five, but no, it's probably not the right. So no, it's, I'm totally off with that. It's a Peugeot two o seven which I didn't even know was in the race either. Peugeot 207 RC of Alfred 
Bigler. And it's due to be just Alfred, I reckon, at the wheel of that car. And 8-10 in a separate incident is another Audi. It's mm. a TCR car, an Audi RS3 of Herman Bock and Max Partle. So that's the Bonk Motorsport oh. Audi RS3. Green, I think. And that car off uh, in a separate incident. So there's a couple of areas at the moment affected by yellow flags. It's going to cause some bunching and obviously some localised speed limits as well as uh, this place continues to grey the area between racetrack and road course. Very much road course. It's very smooth now, though. Uh. So on board with the 163 SP10 Mercedes-AMG, tailing a BMW M4, I think. So this might be a battle within SP10, indeed. White BMW with the orange rear bumper. Heading out of Arenberg, plunging downhill. As for once in the race, the Dottinger Hur is more or less silent, <laughs> apart from this Hoffer Racing BMW. That'll be the 2-1-1 then of the three family members from uh, from Kroll and Roland Eggeman, who are lovely car, that. regulars in the 24H series and former champions, of course. That very similar colour scheme to the old PTG BMWs that the uh, Milner concern round Tom Milner Senior ran in the States father of Tommy Milner who drives for Corvette now factory GM driver Giga Speed Porsche number two car sitting in 80 check that 16th position that's the Jans Buchemann and Schiller car that is a 991 GT3R sitting uh, in Second position in SP9 Premium at the moment. That car, the Gigaspeed team get speed performance. In a bit of traffic there with the BMW right ahead. Now, who is leading that class? It's the Ferrari 488 GT3. Two Ferraris now sitting in 13th and 14th for Team Wachenspiegel Monschau cars. 22 from 11. SP9 Premium leader is the 22. 13th in SP9 Pro for the number 11. We'll tell you in a moment, at, well, the end of this lap where the 911 has rejoined, but it's outside the top 10 certainly now as leaders go back over the line and the 912 has pitted. So race leader is in along with the number 14 car as well, but car that stays out is the 99 Rover Racing BMW. So I reckon mm. Rover Racing, Jesse Crone and Conor Filippi will now lead lap seven. But with six done, interesting to see the 912 and the 14 deciding to stop on this lap. The 48 is in as well, which is the yellow man filter Mercedes. Here it is. And tucked in behind, I think it's the 47 car. Yes, it is. 47 <laughs> car being the Mercedes. Ah. Bernardel. Now, is that getting in or getting out? Good question. <laughs> I think he's just got out, yes. and that is part of his seat insert that is Velcroed to the back of his race suit. Clever. And also, it's nice because we've got a name on it as well. Yes. So, Christian Hoenardel, I reckon, getting out. That's really handy it to is. let us know. 47 in as well, as you mentioned, Johnny. That's the Motara, Bauman, and Indy Donchi machine. SP9 Pro. Um just 
six laps. Don't forget, we did have the warm-up lap. All right, they wouldn't have mm. used the same amount of fuel as you would have at racing speed. But you don't want to push your luck. Uh, probably another lap in. They'll be balancing, I reckon, um, the time stopped in the pits with their track position of where they come out. And, of course, the car they're going to be watching is the number 911, the Demar Vantour and El Bamba car, which is now in 18th position, but has been putting in some decent lap times. Uh, although last time around, they're near 17. They were in traffic last time around. These are the two HTP uh, team cars, by the way. Very Correct. different colour schemes. And interestingly, on, on the entry list for VLN2, not labelled as... Uh, HTP cars, neither of them are, they're uh, team man filter machines, but HTP the team behind them. Now where's that dust and gravel come from, which has ended up on the pit lane apron and is being focused upon by the cameraman. Not sure whether that fell out of one of the cars or whether it's just part of the apron starting to crumble a little bit. Here's the 911 car then. The 912, the system machine has pitted and the 912 comes out quite a bit further ahead than yeah. the 911. They were they were closer than that before each of them stopped and the 911 it will be hammering down at full race speed down the main straight but will only be exiting turn 1 probably when the 912 is heading into turn 3 in the Mercedes Arena. So that's what I was talking about, Johnny, about balancing out how long you go on your fuel to how much time you're going to be standing still in the pit lane. And I reckon they got that about perfectly done. Now, the question will be, how can they manage the end of the race? Because this is a timed race, three hours and seven minutes, a little under that still to go. And now it's going to be about the speed to the end, any code 60s or any other impediment out on the circuit and how many more laps to go and you might think hey, if you're talking nonsense you know there's still over three hours to go but these teams Johnny and you've seen more of these races than, than any of us here at Radio Shulham Network of Channels they are counting back from the end from the moment the green flag starts these yes. four hour races yes. are won and lost on strategy as well as speed yes and the other thing to, to bear in mind is that your first few pit stops, yes, are timed according to how many laps you've just done. But at one point in the middle of the race, that flips around and becomes the length of your final stint. So if you can make your final stint as fewer laps as possible, then it means you get a really short pit stop at the end. So if you can do four laps at the end, then that means quick in and out. And if you've done, a, say, an eight-lap stint as your penultimate uh, stint. Is it in the last half an hour, that, or is it 45 minutes? Somebody will know. I, I think I it's half remember. an hour. So you need to be doing a three-lap stint, no more than a four-lap stint yeah. at the end, depending on where you are. Cause, you know, but the uh, reference point switches to the end of the race rather than the start, correct. which is where all the other pit stops are, uh, are timed and therefore policed from. Absolutely agree. Uh, BMW Z4 caught a glimpse of the 50 car. We didn't have a Z4 in VLN1. so 16th in SP9 Pro, 27th yeah. overall for uh, Posovec. Uh, oh, well, it's just moved. Muller. And where's he gone? Has he gone up or down? Uh, and Lambert. Yeah, Z4 GT3, that is. And that's Jörg Muller. Uh, so we've got really? Dirk and Jörg mm. in the race. Just and to annoy us. 
I just wonder whether, because uh, Volkenhorst ran a Z4 as Correct. their third car last year, so I wonder whether that's the same chassis which has been turned out by a different team. Could be a very different car. As the 912 goes a little bit off the track there and kicks up the dust into the face of the 101, so that will give a bit more of an advantage to the 14 car that is in hot pursuit of the 912 101 our camera car is a cup 2 Porsche and in fact the class leader in cup 2 21st position overall for that so again just underline that car hasn't stopped uh, they will do 8 laps quite easily and possibly those cup cars can do 9 laps yes well, similar to the SP7 car so I make the race leader now, the 99 BMW from the 15 Mercedes. And the 15 Mercedes is the other Black Falcon car, so that's interesting. Black Falcon splitting their strategy, unlike HTP, who stopped both their cars on the same lap. Black Falcon pushing the 15 car a bit further into the race before it makes its first stop. Five and four have stayed out as well. That's an Audi and a Porsche. So it's the Team Phoenix Audi of Frank Stippler and which of the Mullers is racing with Stippler? Nico Muller in the number five Audi Sport Team Phoenix car. That car hasn't yet pitted. And in fourth position on the road is the number four, uh, the two-tone blue or turquoise and blue Falcon tyre Porsche of Klaus Backler and Martin Raginger. Out of the hairpin on the sprint strecker comes another one of the AMG GT4s. That's the 155 car. So that is the SP8T machine fitting into a class for cars anywhere between 2.6cc and 4 litres. As long as it's got a turbocharger, then you put it in SP8T. And that's the Bernd Schneider car, isn't it? Along with Jethro Bovingdon. So into the chicane it goes, and meanwhile Very the slow. second oh. place car. Oh, big that was offer a Clio. Oh, was it a Peugeot? I think that was a Peugeot. Okay. And I think that was the little Peugeot we were talking about. Yeah. And well, this is where the leaders are as well, because there is the. Well, at the moment they're not leading because these are the cars that have stopped, of course. But when this all shakes out, it's likely that these cars will be troubling the top three. The fourteen car is second of the pit stoppers, effectively. I and then up ahead is the 912 Porsche. I think that was just beyond Kesselschen or at Kesselschen heading up towards close to town because um, it's all climbing up. It's very close. You don't have a small accident there. Coming out of Bergford, you're climbing all the way up to the carousel, effectively, and there's no room for any mistakes whatsoever. So it was, either, it was a Peugeot. It was either the 306, which uh, the, the guys that should have been running a TCR. Is there a 207? There is a 207, yeah. Two, uh, I mean, a Peugeot three, 207. Well, car 386, you'd already given me as, well, a, as I think a, that's a car in drama. I think that was that car. Okay. Because it looked like a 207 hatchback. Into the pit lane, the other Raw yes. Racing BMW. That'd be 99 then. Correct. From the lead of the race. So, race leader in and everybody else that hasn't stopped yet. So, this is what, seven laps in the book? Yes. So, 
you would it, the suggestion from this is that these are the people that are going to be these are the teams that are deciding to split the race into even seven lap stints. One yeah. car has stayed out, although yeah, and it has reached the end of lap seven. Well, that's, that's a twenty-two Ferrari. It's an hour. I mean, that's a full hour that they have done. So that's perfect timing in terms of the race. Yeah. As long as you get across the line at four hours. Well, that's the other and question. And there's your problem, because yes. you're adding eight minutes on if you don't. And that's where you roll the dice, Johnny. Yeah, correct. And, of course, if, if you're the race leader and you miss the chequered flag by seconds, then you have to go round for a full lap to then get the chequered flag at four hours and eight minutes. But pity the back marker that uh, maybe right behind the race leader as the checker flag comes out. He doesn't yes. get the checker flag either and has to therefore do two extra laps. And that's the reason why we saw many cars running out of fuel towards the end of VLN 1. Here's the 98. This car, remember, has been delayed after a, an early stop on only lap two. And it had to go into the garage to be seen to by the team. So this car very much on its own now with some catching up to do. And... You only need an incident like that, say a five-minute pit stop, even a three-minute pit stop, and that's your afternoon well spoilt. Oh, yeah. Although, you know, well, in, the, in these four-hour races, yes, you've got more time to make it up. I remember a few years ago, the Mantai car coming in at the end of the first lap with uh, overheating problems, having had an accident on the formation lap mm. and still went on to win that race with some stunning driving by Roman Dumas among others and also by some you know brilliant strategy so what's the Ferrari up to here I wonder because uh, they think they can do eight laps I'm sure that's possible bear in mind that is an SP9 premium car as well Georg Weiss Oliver Kainz and Jochen Krumbach but 22 will now lead the race then because that's the only car in the top 18 that hasn't yet made its first stop. Other cars that continue on then is the 19th placed and SP7 leader. So Porsche number 70 able to squeeze an extra lap out of its stint. And second place in SP7 also hasn't stopped yet. That's car 69. So the 99 car was scored as the leader, the Jesse Krohn and Conor de Filippi car at the end of lap seven. But of course that car pitted at that point. So through has gone the 22 Ferrari, yep. which I reckon might be leading the race at the it moment. It is, yes. Yeah. That's the only car yet to stop. The SG, 003, 003, excuse me, the Glickenhaus car running in fetching white shade that I haven't seen it run before. And the 53 car is in the pit lane. SCG 003C, Lamuch, Simonson, and Frank Mayer car. What a beast that is. Built, is. built to GT3 regulations. So if there are ever enough GT, uh, enough road going cars of that car built, that would slot into GT3 uh, regulations. Um, at the moment, of course, I don't think there's en enough race cars built. There is a. Um, proposal out there at the moment that you have to build a certain amount of racing cars as well as street cars for GT3 to guard against the Cadillac effect. Right, Cadillac yes. uh, 
that raced in the World Challenge in the US. Never, I think they built four, possibly five of those, and they were all raced by the works teams, never made available to customer teams. And so it became the one and only so far GT3 Formula car that was never released to customer teams. Now we're waiting for the order of the cars as they head through the second split effectively to work out in what order they run but the 9-1 the 9-1-2 should be there or thereabouts also back out on track the 99 BMW that remember pitted from the lead but that will drop back now a few places it's without doubt the Ferrari number 22 that leads the race that car must surely pit on this lap 8 mm. So who will that uh, leave out front then as the only SPX car in the order, the SCG 300, as you say? Used to be painted in, uh, well, one yellow and one black, wasn't it? Correct. But uh, new livery for 2018. And some slower traffic to nip by in a moment or two. The number five Audi could be quite well placed after its pit stop. That's the Frank Stippler and Nico Muller car. Number five machine finished ninth in VLN1. Of course, for a podium, I'd say, at the moment. Just under three hours to go. The gigaspeed car with the driver's stress level indicator, which I think is fantastic. When it gets to 100%, what happens is his head explodes. <laughs> we might find out later in the race. 120 uh, heart rate moment or two ago now Rover Racing BMW number 99 up ahead I reckon that's the 911 Porsche so 99 was leading remember by virtue of the slightly off kilter pit stops mm. yeah that is the VLN1 race winning car 911 just up ahead and then 48 managed to stay ahead the Mercedes so these three cars running nose to tail now question is where are they going to be running in the overall positions when they get to the end of this lap obviously we, we won't have the Ferrari in the mixture but car 99 question marks as to where 15 is and the 5 car as well and Unfortunately, we can't call them through. Sector three at the moment because of a bit of repair work necessary. Their um, infrastructure was either nibbled at or pulled out of um, its lodgings when the resurfacing that had to take place. Bigger than a hair? Probably it's bigger. Than, I don't know. Deer, perhaps. Be smaller than a hair. Right. Maybe a rodent of some description as the 99 BMW has to go on the high side of an intervention vehicle, which is more or less stopped on the apex. Bergwerk, that was. And this I is the really quick stuff, isn't it? Now, this is coming up to Kesselschen. This is yes. where we had the Code 60 earlier on, and that's gone. Left, 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 and it's the, only the last of the lefts that's important because it tightens on you. Now, climbing the hill then. Now, are we going to get this slow down again at this point of the track? No, we're not. Through the right-hander. Stay away from the kerb on the left-hand side. It sticks up by him. Maybe he is slowing down here. Didn't see a flag there. No, still at speed. 
none of the curves here are usable as you're coming up to the bottom of the hill before the Caracciola Carousel, particularly the little kink uh, before the bottom of the hill. Now, climbing up towards the carousel, aim for the end of the advertising hoarding, straight at it, and then you drop in. There's a Marshall's post just on the end of there, which is actually what you aim at, but you can see the top of the hoarding from further back down the hill, and you pop out of the carousel on that concrete, that rough concrete, like a cork from a bottle. Extraordinary place. Trying to work out whether there's a little bit of debris there on the approach to Tiergarten, yeah, or possibly. maybe some things that have dropped from the overhanging trees. There's also what was left of a marker board, I think, as well. Uh, probably uh, metres to go till the turning point board, which may have been clobbered in an earlier race. There is one of three KTMs in the crossbow category. This is car 926. These machines built uh, in Graz in Austria. KTM, obviously, a well-known motorcycle manufacturer as well, but they make these cars to run on the road as well as track day cars. And uh, have this on you, the race. You've been in one of those. I on have the road. been in one I'm, of those. I'm, I'm off the road at one stage. Uh, we were briefly off the road. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I have but, to say, but Johnny wasn't driving. All was well, I think, just about. Uh, the old the clamshell cockpit. That's though, great. Which um, like an old Bond bug. Yeah. So you have to you step into the car, and then the roof is lowered around you. We saw the, these cars in uh, Dubai 24 hours, of course, didn't we? And a lot of interest. They do look like they've been dropped in from another planet. Mid-engine car with an Audi uh, engine, an Audi-sourced engine in the back, a TFSI. Now, one of the first SP9 cars I caught a glimpse of is, I think, the 98. Yes, it is. So this car will not be the race leader because of the earlier delays. And this car now coming in for its first scheduled stop, effectively. So this is the 98 car back in again. Yeah, because it, well, it made a stop after two laps, didn't it, because of a mechanical gremlin. That's interesting. So that's coming in at the end of its lap number seven. Because it's now a lap behind, isn't it, at least? Yes. And maybe more than that. OK. Here comes the leader, or the erstwhile leader, down the pit lane. Um, the 22 Ferrari has been in to the pit. Haven't seen it leave yet. Still waiting for Conor de Filippi and Jesse Krohn's 99 BMW to come through and complete its... Ah, was that the 99 going into the pits then, or was it the 98? No, it's the 98. Right, OK. okay so where's Kron? Well, Kron is tucked in behind um, the 14 Oh, yeah, no, no, Mercedes, no, they've all come across the Here line together. So through and back into the lead, I reckon, is the 912 with the 22 yes. car in the pit lane. Uh, in fact, no, pit out. They may have got out... Wow, as the 22 Ferrari got out, it was tight. Didn't see it from our vantage point. It would have been a long stop, though, because of it being an eight-lap stint. Yeah, true enough. So the 912's gone through, followed by the 14, followed by the 48, followed by the 911, followed by the 99. So that was Porsche, Mercedes-AMG, Mercedes-AMG, Porsche, BMW. So the 99 shuffled back then after its pit stop on the previous lap. Yes. Then behind them, 5 and 29. There they are. The two so Audis. The, the Phoenix Audi ahead of the 
Lant Motorsport Audi in a different colour scheme for 2018, much darker yes. green, which looks very smart actually. Green and white with the bit of red on the roof. Yeah, the, the Audi sort of customer sport red on the top. Yes, there you go. Now they've gained through this because they. I remember seeing Frank Stippler at the start of the regular pit stops in tenth position. That car with all of the top 24 now having done its fir their first pit stop. By the way, the 588 leading the H4 category, the Porsche 993, uh, sorry, 997 GT3 Cup car, still hasn't made its first pit stop. But now, Stippler's Audi, the car that he shares with uh, Muller, is up into eighth position, and Marcel Fesler, and which of the von der Linders is that? Is that Kelvin? Oh, is um, it Stefan? Sheldon. Sheldon, excuse me. Uh, good question. Hang on a moment. But those two cars now in eighth and ninth for the two leading Audis. Sheldon, according to my okay, entry thank list. You. Because we did have Kelvin in VLN1, but uh, not in this race. So just the one Vanderlinde entered. I've got a feeling, you know, that the 22 car is still ahead. I'm, in fact, I'm certain it is, because it's just gone through the second timing point before anything else. I reckon they turned that Monchal uh, Ferrari around quick enough, which if they did, that's an extraordinary thing. It is, I agree, but the very fact that it did the longest stint of anybody, that means it had to do the longest pit stop of anybody. Correct. And I think in a moment you'll see it work its way through sector one at the end of the spring strecker. No, it's already through sector two. Uh, no, because that's it rejoining from the pit stop. Uh, and if it's got, if its pit stand is early in the pit lane, close to pit in, then it's crossed the sector five time in three minutes forty. Yeah, there it goes. Four minutes ah, thirty-eight. Right, I see. One. I see. I, I was confused by the missing sector three, of course. My apologies. So 4.38, yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely right. is the sprint strecker and the pit stop. We're in another slow zone for the 99 and, that's and all the rest of the other le leaders. And that's up towards Adenauer Force at the end of the Foxhall. Now, why is that? And I have to say that my eyes were on the timing screen there, so I didn't see what no. car was causing that in the Foxhall. So apologies for that. 9.66 was a car they were lapping, which is the ninth-placed Cup 3 Cayman to GT4 CS Club Sport Porsche back to full speed now then for the 99 BMW and that car running fifth on the road then at least that was the order at the start of this lap 912 leads from 14 which is the Black Falcon Mercedes then the HTP Mercedes in the yellow Man filter colours, number 48. 911 is fourth. Fifth place, the 99 BMW. Sixth position is the other Black Falcon Mercedes. That's the Berman Jaeger Safar car. And then the two Audis that are pretty much right together. Phoenix ahead of Lance Motorsport. This is a BMW in the pit lane. And exhaust glowing red hot. Not sure which Beamer it is. Just a turbo car. A lot of people yes. asking about um, why the cars sound a bit quiet there. There's one of the answers, because they do have silences. And in fact, there's two of the answers. It, it is remarkably on the Norwich Life, given there's so few people around. In 95 decibel limit, whereas even somewhere like Spa, I think, is 100 or 102. Now, obviously, uh, 
decibels are a logarithmic scale, not a linear scale. So that is one decibel is very much louder at 98 to 99 isn't like the difference between one and two. Yes. Um, so so yeah, let's just get that in before I get a whole load of tweets. But I do, I, decibels are something that we've worked with for quite a long time in the audio industry. I'm very keen to make sure my ears don't get too many of them. Uh, thanks to Alan Prosser, who has just tweeted a couple of minutes ago at RSL underscore studio with a picture of the 3-1, um, the 3-1 three one, three one BMW, right. the E30, coming out the pit lane, and it's fabulous. Thank you, Alan. Excellent. Good spot. He is king of the screenshot, is Alan. Right, here we yes. are on board the 101 down into the slow zone. Still didn't see a car off that. No. Here we go. Oh. On the right-hand side, and it's uh, a Porsche that has... That, that's a different the part of the... That's just... That's just after Perkfurt, though. That's a different part of the track. Okay. Where the Porsche was off. So, have we got a car over? I think it might have been pushed to the barriers behind the barriers. Yeah, I think there was a dark-coloured car behind the barriers. Drivers left from Foxhall up into Adenauerforst. And it might have been just pushed there by Marshall's local to the scene. Okay. Well, I hope, hope so I because I can't think where the gap in the fence is there it's where the corny seg went in I think there's a um, there is an overlap the though ah okay yes you're probably right um, with the flatbed in attendance so it's just going to have to tow that car now out from the safe position I, if it's gone over under its own steam if you like I expect to see a great old oh. wallop in the barrier and I uh, couldn't see a big dent there this is the 163 Mercedes I think that's sort of a penalty at the yeah. end of the pit lane I agree with or you. Or are they just... Ah, are they on the very last pit stop? Black no, Falcon like to have the last pit stand, don't they? they right do. underneath our commentary point. They do. In the um, Aston Martin Lounge. The 163 is a Black Falcon car, but the BMW yeah. tucked in behind. I think that's a Black Falcon car as well, isn't it? Because they okay. often run a BMW in one of the lesser classes. Across yeah. the line, the 926, or should I say it? Down the Donegal Hall, the 96, one of the crossbows. So now we're getting some of the minor classes coming in. Um, by the way, in all of this, now at the 15th, the H4 leader, that Porsche 911-997 GT3 Cup car, the 588, now in the 15th position, still hasn't stopped on its. And it is on the lead lap, of course, because whilst everyone else has stopped, it's made that lap battle again that it lost earlier on. Yep. BMW 98 trying to come back through the field as well I started to look for that earlier on and then got distracted but the 98 dropped at least one possibly more laps and the other thing we should look out for is oh yes, 160 second position sorry Johnny that's all right. um, 21st in SP9 and therefore on its sixth lap at the moment whilst the leaders are on their ninth okay. so that's the 98 car there's no coming back from there this is now a test session for them effectively unfortunately yes uh, SP7 leader uh, due in this time around that's the number uh, 70 car but also an SP7 two cars that haven't yet stopped the 66 and the 131 
uh, sorry, 66 is second in SP7, and then the 131 is second in SP8. So there are still one or two cars that owe us pit stops, but they haven't got the pace to be ahead of the SP9. So it is still 912 that just breaks the beam now at sector four. So about to head, no, beyond that, in fact, at the end of the lap. So already done the dotting of her and now caught up in amongst all this traffic. There's the Peugeot 306, which should have been a TCR car, but uh, had a major issue in free practice for VLN1. So the team that runs that car getting their TCR car fixed and they brought a car that's 20 years old to the VLN instead. Why not? So Porsche, Mercedes, Porsche. It's yeah, the, the 911's right there again it now, is. isn't it? Yeah, so any concerns we had about the pace of the 911, the VLN1 winner may be allayed now with uh, 14, the Black Falcon Mercedes, the meat in the Manti sandwich. The um, drama for last year's champion, the number one car, the BMW, that's a Shrey car, stuck in the carousel. Uh, winning the VLN Championship a bit like uh, the Manager of the Month award then in that uh, if, you, if you win the Poison Championship chalice. you're then destined to have a couple of dreadful rounds to kick off the following year because Michael Try ran out of fuel in VLN 1 and now has a drama mm. close to the carousel in the second race of the year and the dotting of her for Porsche number 2 lap time's gone right out with those code 60s around the circuit 9.20 for the leader 9.17 for second, 9.14 for third. So the 9.11 making the best of the traffic of the leading trio. Mercedes 48 is fourth. Fifth position, the best of the BMW M6s. The 99 Rover racing car of Big winners, though. Big winners, the two Audis in seventh and eighth in that first run through the first pit stops. Yes, I would agree. And they, I think, did, they both did seven lap stints so we'll have to during their first stop had to soak up roughly the same amount of time as the 912 Porsche but sometimes just being a bit further back from the lead means that you can gain some time as cars slow up through the traffic and also into the slow zones as well there were one or two code 60 flags being waved I noticed covering the incidents as well they are used locally. Uh, same sort of flag as is used in the 24-8 series, races like the Dubai 24 mm, and the Silverstone 24. Uh, but, of course, in a Code 16 for those events, the whole track becomes speed-limited, whereas here, such a long circuit, you can just do it sector by sector. Slow zones, effectively, and it's yeah. something that's been taken up by Eduardo Freitas for the Le Mans 24 hours. And even some of the longer circuits uh, in the World Endurance Championship. One of the things I like about Eduardo, not worried about whose idea it is or who needs credit for it. If it's a good idea, it's a good idea. And he's all about the safety of what he calls his drivers. And let's bring all of these great ideas together. I like it. The uh, stress levels of either Steve Yance or Marek Bockman reached 35% there, probably because the, the Porsche had two wheels on the grass trying to overtake the BMW. Heart rate up to almost 150 as well. Now go. all the way down to nine. They're breathing again now. They've had the little brown paper bag out. 
and it's all fine. Into the garage, that's BMW. It is. Is that the 96? It's one of the Vulcan horse cars, I think. So 30, yeah, 36. 36. So the 35 is the that dark That was in move. 24th position. The Vulcan horse Adams and Ziegler car. And that yeah. is the second time in the pit lane. So it's done its first regular pit stop and it has an issue in the pit lane. So car 36 is just... Um, Rudy Adams and Andreas Ziegler, OK, along with Henry Volkenhorst. And two BMW M6s entered by that team, the other one being the Jonathan Hershey Hunter Abbott and Christian Cronjes. Still busy in the pit lane with, this time... Some Cup 2 Porsches making a stop, including the 588, which is the 997 Cup car. Drivers waiting as well for their cars, but be a little wait yet for the bulk of the SP9s. However, the 911 will be the first to stop, I reckon, in a couple of laps' time, and we've got 2 hours and 35 minutes remaining. Just a note that the Franz Conrad Urkan GT3, which had that early stop and was going slowly has now recovered to 20th position third in SP9 uh, premium and right ahead of it is the 22 having pitted from the lead the premium 488 Ferrari funny the the two Vokspiegel Monschau cars are back together again, 11 and 22. It was 22 and 11 before the pit stops, uh, but in different classes, remember. The Weiss and Menzel cars in pro, the Weiss, Kainz and Krumbach car is in premium. It's leading premium. Uh, that is second. It's the 9-11 of the Jans Bochmann and Schiller driving team. And the two cars, so it is the Gigaspeed car that leads in 15th position in the premium category, enjoying that extra leg room. And yes. the chance, you know, they, they were allowed to get in the car before everyone else. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, no get yourself comfy. Mm -hmm. um, there's a Cayman that's carrying a bit of damage on the front left corner that I've spotted on the Dottinger and now heading through the Mercedes Arena. So a couple of cars back from 102. Right. There's a damaged Cayman, and I haven't quite the number of it yet. There it is, just going onto the grass the briefly. Hankook car. Is that one of the Hankook sponsored cars? The orange, might have been. white and black machines. Let's just see. There it is. It's the third of these Porsches together. Oh no, it's not. It's not in the Hankook it's cars. red and blue. Sort of a day glow yeah. red and blue on the bonnet. Let's see if we can pick that one up. It's a late model cup car. Is it or is it a Cayman? No, it's, it's a Cayman. Yeah, it is a Cayman, you're right. I'm not sure whether it's been a barrier or caught another well, car. It's, it's the only car a right ahead of it is got a little bit of tyre smoke from the right front. Has to be coming together between the two cars. Yeah, there's a bit of damage on the right front, I think, of the 911, and that is a 911 that's in front of yeah. it. I just saw a little bit of tyre smoke, maybe just a bit of guard rubbing on there. Speculation it seems to be affecting the pace of the Cayman, though, because it's followed it now pretty much throughout the whole of the sprint strecker and it's keeping pace with the two cup cars up ahead here's 286 which, which is, is a GT86 
Yeah. I uh, drove my first GT86 on the road just last weekend at uh, at Bathurst. A pretty special one. Thank you, Luke Bell. And congratulations to Luke Bell, who was running strategy for a, an older Subaru and managed to get the car up in the second position and book for a piece of someone's exhaust pipe in an inopportune time, causing a puncture. He led that race. Wouldn't have won it because they had a couple of mandatory pit stops to go, but uh, Luke Bell making his move into team, team strategy very well indeed. And the GT86, the best compliment I could give the GT86 was it reminds me very much of my 968 oh, in, wow. in how it drives and how well balanced it is. Which, considering the 968 is a transaxle car and therefore balances its way that way, and the 86 isn't. Uh, it's, it's quite a feat. They've done a cracking job. And the little design features on GT86s are lovely. For example, in the back seats, you can get a set of four wheels and tyres in the back seats. Really? So you can drive your car to your tractor, change your street wheels, put your tractor tyres on, run around your tractor, and then put your street wheels back on and put your tractor tyres in the back and drive back home again. Nice. That is great design. Love it a bit. And uh, a lost start in, in modern day motorsport, being able to drive a road car and then race it or track test it and then drive it back home again. Two GT86s in this race, both in SP3, uh, numbered 273 and 286. But meanwhile, oh. this is the battle for the lead of the race now between 912 and 911. So that means the 14 car that was sandwiched between them has dropped back a little bit. They go so close. No, <laughs> throw, probably about two car lengths. Very close indeed for the two Manti team cars, though. And the lights are flashing now for 911. Who do we reckon has taken over the 911 car? I wonder then from Roman Dumas. I think Lawrence Vantor was held back for the final stint in VLN 1. So this might be El Bamba trying to chase down the 912 car will be either Fred Makaviki or Patrick Pile, considering we put Nick Tandy in for the opening stint. The dark green, almost British racing green Porsche with the double uh, golden body length stripe is lapped. There's the 14 Mercedes from Black Falcon then in the wheel tracks. Best seat in the house for this battle. And there is quite a gap then back to the 48 car which is the HTP Mercedes AMG. It's all about these three leaders for the time being. Meanwhile, making a stop is the 98 BMW. This is well off the lead lap and yeah, uh, off kilter in down. terms of its strategy too. Yeah, three laps down and we've got to scroll a long way down the timing screen to find it. At 149th position. at the end of its eighth lap. OK. So, is this like its third stop, then? Uh, it, yes, it is. It's third pit stop. So that was the end of its seventh lap, so I think it's beyond the start-finish line. End of its seventh lap. They are three laps away from the leaders. They've completed ten. And it made a stop after only two laps Correct. with an issue. Then did... Make it a seven, seven lap stint or six lap stint, and now it's back in again. So 
not sure what the problem is here for the 98 car. They're doing quite a bit of extra work on the M6 as well, out of vision from the onboard camera. And pit lane comes one of the lower classes at uh, BMWs. Meanwhile, 163 is a Mercedes AMG in the GT4 category. Two and a half hours to go. This is heading now, just after Flugplatz, down towards the right-hander at Arenberg. So the run through Schwakenkreutz, right-hander at Arenberg underneath the bridge, and then the foxhole towards Adenauer Forest and Metzgersfeld. Plenty of cars to try and get by, if possible, but this is single racing line stuff, really. This uh, BMW M4 is going to have to be fairly well behaved as the 98 car rejoins the race along with a BMW number 477, I think that was. 477 is a V4 car, ninth place in V4. By the way, the leader in that category up to 91st position now. The Manhella and Knekges BMW 325i leading V4 from another 325i in the hands of Rink, Brink and Lyson. So, 98 not really in contention. 99 could be. It's, I think, battling with the 48 car at the moment. Yeah, just a second between the 48 HTP Mercedes and the 99 BMW. They are fourth and fifth and this is the 36. 36 going back out yeah after its ailments in the pit lane yeah so again the two-tone blue white and red nice cluster of well m sport m power but it's yeah. more to do with the, actually the uh, fuel uh, sponsor on the on the side of the car i think they've done well though to incorporate the two-tone blue and red of M Sport into that colour scheme very yes. nicely done like that a lot particularly around the back the two-tone blue my slot cars used to have those two-tone blues on the, on the back red at the front two-tone blue at the back when we when I was competitively slot car racing of course you painted them yourself in those days oh really probably would have been better off with no paint on them the amount of humbrol enamel that was on it probably added half as much to the bodywork again yeah, but appearance is surely a competition in itself. <laughs> no, there's no concourse elegance. <laughs> Shame. So what we got left? Two hours and a half, pretty much. First hour and a half's flown over. So expecting... Another four or five laps from the leaders. Four laps from the leaders before we see them back in again. KTM heading back towards the start line. This is the red and white crossbow. Fetching in those colours. This is the 955, isn't it? The red and white one. Yes. I so. There's quite a bit of family involvement in that. Is that the one that Volker Strycheck is in? It is. Was that Stuck? Which one? Six two two. Uh, sorry, six 
5 2 2. At 9 2 2. Get that right in a moment. I said 9 5 5, so I'll put you off anyway. Um, in my no, head, that, I said 9 2 2. That's the Laura Cryhammer and uh, uh, Naomi Schiff car. Yeah. And Naomi Schiff um, trying to tick off as many different nationalities or places lived as possible. Because I remember this statistic from VLN1. She's Rwandan. So she's right. Rwandan professional racing driver. She was born in Belgium, grew up in South Africa, and currently lives in Germany. She's trying, really. Is she? Not really, no. 20, 23 years old and uh, began her racing in single-seaters at 16 and now joins Dominic Cryhammer's um, sister, yeah. Laura. There's the damaged Cayman, by the way. I was thrown off four twenty. There. there we go. Knew we'd get that eventually. That looks like it's had some racer tape put on it. That car, of course, through the first corner. A little note for those of you in the States. I'm sure you'll be following the Pro Sport car. The 85 SP7 GT3 Cup car for the Charles's Putnam and Espen Lowe. And they are currently fifth in SP7, 41st overall. Lapping in under nine minutes for their fastest lap. Pitted last time around, I think, in that car. So it was a 10.19, yeah, so that's probably a pit stop. 20 by the way that you were talking about an 80 car actually yeah how's that doing in class second yes but quite a way back from the leader which is the 320 car in 47th position whereas the damage Caymans down in the 90s ah yes and that's that 80 well, that's an ATG yes. leader. There's different ATs as well, isn't there? There is. Um, that's the one with... Um, uh, that's a Porsche 911 GT3 Cup 2 um, with Smudo among the driver talent. And for those that don't know, Smudo is a bit of a rock star. No, he really is. Uh, he was performing at the DTM finale that I was at last year at the Hockenheim ring. You just make a bit of noise, I'll give you that. Just like a bit a of bit. shouting. Yes. Yeah, I'm sure. Very good. And a keen racer. Two Manti Porsches coming back to cross the line and complete their 11th lap, 9-1-2 from 9-1-1, sitting right in behind the first of the Mercedes. AMG GT3s is the 14 car. in fourth position another Mercedes the 48 is yet to come through here it comes now and Conor De Filippi right in the wheel tracks as they go through together for the BMW M6 GT3 Kron and De Filippi car is in fifth position that's the 99 then another Mercedes Benz that's the Bauman Jäger Seyfarth car the 15 then the Klaus Bachler, Martin Raginger, Porsche 991 GT3R, the four car. Then the two Audis, five and 29. They're all across the line. In fact, down to the Imperatori and Klingmann M6. Jens Klingmann, turn of BMW driver in the 
IMSA series. So the top 11 have gone through and are still on the lead lap by my reckoning at this point. Two hours and 21 minutes to go. And I can only see that one AT category. So although it's labelled mm, okay. AT brackets okay. minus G, whatever the minus G means, it, it, it all, uh, all the AT cars are included in that. And at the moment, because of one car being damaged, the 420 and the 320, the Schmudo car, should win that convincingly, barring any incident for the 320, of course. We've still got over half the race to go. Track goes so, so close to the bridge abutment and the Armco barrier on that link road, effectively between the Sprint Strecker and Hatson back. Got to be so careful as you leave the left hand, the first of the left handers there. Here is Ferrari. Now, is that 11 or 22? One's got red bits on it, one's got yellow bits on it. I had it down to a T two I weeks think ago. But I think that's the 11 car. Anyway, goes across the line. One or two cars peeling off in the background. Probably not too far away from the 911 needing to stop. And that will be the first of the SP9s to make a stop. That's one of the Fricadelli Porsches, by the way, the number 30 car. 16th position for Lance David Arnold, uh, Wolf Hensler, and which of the Mullers is in that one? Good question. It is Alex Muller. Ah. Oh. development yes. driver, he says, questioning himself even as the words come out of his mouth. So they've shuffled their driver lineup a little bit at Frickadelli with... 31 and 30. So it's Lance Dainemar, Wolf Hensler and Alex Muller in car 30 and in 31. And 31 is quite a bit further down. I think. Yeah, I think they had a problem earlier on. I thought I saw that car in... I've got it or not. 144. Yes, I think they had a problem earlier on because I think I saw that car heading into the pit lane. They're well off the pace, aren't they? So... And that car is Marco Seafried, joined by Matthias Jamine. And the third driver is Felipe Fernandez Laser. 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 Indeed. Lasser. Lasser. He might be, or Laza. Laza. Where's he from? Um, well, his hometown is Leipzig, but I don't know whether he's born there. Further research required for that. Okay. Anyway, um, we have battle going on for the places behind the Porsches with the BMW, the Kron, and the Felipe BMW getting, I'm sure, very bored of looking at the back of the Matsy Goats, Chris, uh, Christian Hornadel, and Indy Dunchy 48 man filters BMW. Heading up towards Bergwerk and a slow zone again, just on the Nicky Louder corner before Bergwerk. There's the 36, not long being back on track after a lengthy pit stop. But 912 and 911 lead the way, and the start of lap 12, just 0.3 of a second was the gap. So very tight indeed, and the Mercedes isn't very far away either, number 14. Different strategies, as you pointed yeah. out, for those two cars. The 912, which started on the outside of the front row, did a more 
what we would call traditional run at the start of the race did it seven laps the 9-1-1 in early after four laps did we say yeah four right. laps and so that car will be coming round uh, to its next stop possibly at the end of this one that would have been an eight lap stint wouldn't it so yes, not sure how that's going to work and which of those two cars was the winner last time around it was a 9 one yeah so Although you'd expect if anything was being done conservatively for it to be the 9 one one to get the the brakes now what we don't know of course because we haven't had the report from the pit might have been a puncture or something like that that brought them in yes that's true and if the driver Roman Dumas as we think it was maybe felt something awry down the dotting of her then you Mm. can you know give the the team a late call and say let's do the stop now it fits or it can fit with the strategy meanwhile I think this is the battle for the lead in cup five with 666 still still out front (laughs) and with company although it's only two disappointingly it's the Pixum car isn't it that's uh pulling out to have a go on driver's right and the draft that those cars must have he's gone through just before the king but he he might have to defend again as he comes into Tiergarten this is BMW M Sport I bow down to you this is you know these cars have been out what two or three seasons now maybe a little bit more than that in fact that was the last new car from BMW M Sport before we got the new M8 GTE GTLM for the States actually this is for second place in the class oh. because the 650 car's already gone through and I'll well. get you a gap in a minute back to the second place scrap but the uh, Griesner and Fubrich driven car 650 leads the way 60th position overall oh yeah you're right uh, just going back to the two Porsches um the 911 we're expecting it at the end of this lap. It can go to the end on two more stops, we think. Um, because eight laps times three plus the four laps is three to 24 plus four is 28, which is what we kind of expect from that. So off kilter to its teammate, but not totally off strategy in terms of when that car or how that car gets to the end. That would have made it a four-lap stint and three eight-lap stints for the 911. so not out of it. Some news about uh, the 44 Mercedes. This is the higher, Kenneth higher, Ash Sandstrom and Tristan Vautier car, Schwalbenschwanz, off at the side of the road, code 60 there. And the 36 car, and I'm indebted to right turn over for both of these reports, um, that was, we saw in the garage that's the Valkenhorst Adams and Ziegler M6 GT3 was alternator problems and is now back on the track um, it's a minute and a half pretty much I think the gap wow. between the Cup 5 leader and then the next two and the Griesner Fubrick class leader has just done a 10 minutes 20 second lap wow. whereas those two cars we just saw battling 11 minutes. I wonder so if they, they got, got caught the wrong side of a cord 60. I think they have. I think I think an incident has happened basically in the gap between, you know, the 650 car getting through and maybe an intervention vehicle was called or they got stuck behind a released recovery vehicle 
for instance, there's one on track now, in fact, and uh, the leaders have to be careful to make sure it's safe to get by that car with the amber lights flashing on the roof. So here come the leaders then, down the Dottinger Hurt, and we're expecting at the end of this lap, lap 12, to see the 9-1-1 peel off for its second stop. Bearing in mind it did a four-lap stint to kick things off, and we're expecting eight-lap stints for the rest of the race for the 9-1-1. What that's also done is probably given Manti Racing a bit of a favour because it means they don't have to pit their cars nose to tail on the same lap so no risk of double stacking 912 leads 911 leads 14 but expect the middle of these three cars to turn right in a moment oh, oh, oh. wow okay oh and there was a slow car right in front of the 14 Mercedes as it went into the pit lane so that's interesting so that's going to be a nine lap stint for the 911 is it not yeah I didn't realise, I mean, unless they've worked out there's been enough slow zone well, to get an extra lap. Yeah. But this could be touch and go. Well, that gives them a little bit of leeway at the end of the race. Yes. And if they can true. consistently do nine lap stints with the, uh, with the speed that they were showing, unless, did they come in at the of lap two into lap three no they came at the end of lap three into lap four didn't they you're right well it was either I'm now thinking was it a five lap stint to kick things off for them and ah was it the end of lap four into lap five could possibly. have been possibly could have been but even so I don't I have think last pit stops on the I think timing. they may be risking something here but they're running with their team members so getting a little bit off the draft as well the 912 and we have had quite a lot of caution areas with well, that list of three cars you reeled off to me earlier on mm. meanwhile here's the four Porsche so this is sixth place I make it on the road ahead of the 15 Be before the pit stops that have just happened because of course it's now yes. bolted up past at least a couple of cars. Yes, because the 14 peeled off, didn't it? Correct. 14's gone in. Five's gone in. The Audi, um, the Frank Stippler and Muller car. Uh, also having gone in, the Mercedes number 47. That's the Eduardo Matora, Dominic Bauman and Indy Donchi car uh, is in and out again, actually. Oh, there's the five car. Up on the jack stands, but that's nothing to worry about. It's probably just being rotated. There was a flatbed coming into Tiergarten on that lap. I mean, that's a tight sequence of corners at the best of times, but you've got a, an HGV now to try and negotiate too, with a covering um, SUV behind with the amber light bar illuminated. So everyone knows that lorry is there, and what's most likely is that the, the lorry will turn right just before the sprint strecker and there's the area there which I think serves as sort of the assembly area for the Nordschleife um, paid for trips there's a Calibra black Calibra yeah that's a new one on me the 621 black with a red stripe very shiny black another H2 car so in the same that's class as the that looks bog standard doesn't it yeah it looks like much. it's been driven in out the car park Graham Goodwin would be salivating over that. Always aspired to a Calibra, never got one. Did he really? Yeah, I think so. Okay. I think he's a secret General Motors man. Always driven forward for a while. 
we I remember seeing that on the entry list for the first time. We all thought, was it? A, is it a former DTM car? There has been a DTM Calibra, Calibra okay. in in the VLN before, and there's been a Calibra four x four as well. The uh, the turbo version we used to have those as police cars in the, uh, up in the um, south of Scotland, north of Northumberland. Don't ask me how I know that. We'll move swiftly on, eh? Three points tells you how, <laughs> how I knew that. Yeah, Very fast they were. Well, they managed to catch you up by the sounds of things. Well, the, only, no matter how fast you are, you can't outrun a radio signal, can you? <laughs> Lesson learned, I yes, said. Indeed. Yes, um, indeed. So, last time around, 14 stopped, 5 stopped, and everybody else stayed out. We're on lap 13, another eight minutes, and we will have reached half distance of the four hours. But bear in mind, we might run for four hours plus a lap, depending on where the leader is. As through towards Tiergarten, no longer is that flatbed in attendance. It was moving, at least. And the Conrad Lamborghini Huracan, which has had woes in the early part of the race, right behind the 36, which has already... Uh, also rather been in the pits for an elongated spell so these two cars have found one another a problem for the Avia 188 Weber and Krebs Aston Martin Vantage that's the red and white car stationary at Flans Garden so looking at the tracker there that car is not moving it's one of just two Aston Martins already out of the race before half distance of the four hours. Cooling down the second yeah, house. Back in again, that's spot on time. 53 car. An extraordinary machine that is. When we talked to Marino Franchitti about driving that car in its early days. So Leaders, well, will they pick together next time around? Um, probably not, because the 912 is on the seven lap strategy, we think. The 911 must be desperately short of fuel in that tank now, so we'll be driving very cagely indeed on this in lap for the Duma, Van Tor, and Bamba car. 651 stationary at the exit of Vipperman. 60 there. 651 is a Cup 5 car. Um, 14th position in Cup 5. Which means it's probably three seconds behind the leader in that class. <laughs> True. Sorry, I'm only slightly exaggerating there. Um, that's the Robert Van Hoosen, Alex Fontana and Jürgen Huber. Uh, BMW, another Pixum Team Adrenaline car, in fact, but not the one we were watching lead the race and in fact still lead the race the 650 cars which is the 651 with the dramas Pierce yes yeah, still the 650 leads the way 11 laps now done and something like 90 seconds separate the Griesner and Fubrick car from Tristan Vidas another uh, driver on a solo effort this weekend in fact the only uh, BMW M 235i driven by one driver because Michael Fry's got uh, a teammate this weekend as well. Is that Pierre Erret? He's 
team mate. What is it? It's an Airette. Let's have a look. No, Mark Airette. Uh, no, that's the wrong car. That's interesting because Airette not shown on the entry list of sharing with uh, Michael Schreiber. I think it's more likely to be Mark Airette from Laws and Bach. Originally down to be done in the 674 car, but driving the number one with try, it would appear. Slow again for the 163, and this is because of yellow flags. So Mercedes AMG GT4 pursuing, it looks like, an AMG GT3 by the size of that rear wing on the car in front. And why exactly are we slow? This, area this is track. coming out of Bergwerk again, heading up the hill. And there's been a number of incidents at that part of the circuit. There's an intervention vehicle on the right-hand side of the road at the right opposite the apex of the second left-hander. Now, if you've gone, I know it's the last left-hander. Right, somebody's understeered off and there's barrier work going on. You remember when I said before, there's three left-handers there. The first two, you don't have to take the apex. You can just drive them in the middle of the road. The third one there, going up the hill, super important because of two reasons. One, you're going up the hill, you don't want to lose any momentum. Secondly, it slightly tightens on you, and if you've got any hint of understeer or you've gone in on the wrong line, you've very quickly got two wheels on the grass, and at that point, you're in the guardrail, right where that Unimog was with the trailer, guardrail replacement. Now, this is playing into the hands, Johnny, of anybody who is tight on fuel to the end of the four hours yes. already. The two Mantai cars are on the Dottinger Hall right now, heading back to the pits, and surely the 911 has got to come in from second place this time around. I would hope so, otherwise they've got their mathematics, their calculations very wrong indeed. Which they don't do. And Mantai, very experienced. There's almost contact there between the cars battling the third and fourth, so that's the 99 overtaking the 48 just before the left-hand kink and BMW going high and wide and round the outside but as the BMW pulled out from the draft of the Mercedes Mercedes just changed line very slightly that will have shocked the driver of the 99 and in comes the Mercedes in comes the man Phillips Mercedes and there is a Porsche yes. in the pit lane as well and it is the 911 so the 911 as we expected in the pit lane Let's have a look at, uh, so these are the Porsches coming down the Dottinger Hur, but see whether get an opportunity to see what happened with the BMW then. Can't see the BMW for a moment, and then it jinks out of line, Ooh, and has to dart to the right-hand side of the track because there was a hair's breadth between the door handle of the BMW from the equivalent of the Mercedes, and thankfully, disaster averted. That car was going to come up into the pit lane anyway, so it might be best to allow the 99 of Jesse Crone and Conor Di Filippi through to avoid any confusion as the cars came off the Nordschleife and back onto the Sprint Strecker. Fuel going into the man filter car then. This is the HTP Motorsport team, remember. And will it be a driver change? Maxi Gertz, Christian Hohenardel. Well, Hohenardel, we think, did the opening stint. A bit of a graze on the right rear Hip the right rear okay. of that car. Just looks like there's been a tiny rub with someone. Uh, yeah, well, it, that might have been the BMW then down the Dottinger Hurt. Oh, yeah, the replay showed 
mean, a hair's breadth, if anything, as HTP oversee this stop. So, and they're paying close attention to maybe the front left. No, guys, just checking all four Michelins, I think. So, will it be Indy Doncha then to take this car to the finish? I'm feeling Indy did the final stint of VLN one. So that means Maxi Gertz most likely did the middle stint. Mind you, they may not be switching drivers, of course, for this stop because we've still got two hours to go. Christine Hohenardel, we reckon, was getting out of the car after the opening stint because he had uh, part of, well, not quite a seat insert, but a bit of foam Velcro to his back that had his name on it. Here comes the Team Phoenix Audi, pursued by the 14 Mercedes. So, 5 and 14... 12th and 13th at the start of this lap. They'll be much further up the order going on to lap 14. And the race is still led by 9-1-2 from the 99. There's the 9-1-1 waiting to be released from the pit lane. More cars coming down pit road. But... Those with the slight advantage now being the ones with an extra pit stop to their name. 911, 48, and the 15 car. Look how close it was between the 911 and the BMW following it out. But further back down the pit lane, the Mercedes Benz wasn't that far behind either. So it's as you were there between the 911 and the 48 BMW. Well, the advantage of the, the 48... Where's the 15 come from? The 15 yeah. was in eighth position. So they've, have they done a short stint there to get track position? I'm not sure they've done a short stint. They've done a, done a short stint compared to the 911 because the 911 went for eight laps, whereas other cars around it may only be on the seven-lap uh, strategy. And indeed, if 15 managed to squeeze in a six-lap stint there, then that would have been an extra short uh, lap. But as you say, 15 has come from, well, not quite nowhere, but uh, the Black Falcon car, the sister car to the 14. Um, I don't think Black Falcon pitted their Mercedes together, did they? Unlike HTP. 14's been on a, a bit of its own strategy, really. So 15... So could be a dark horse in this. So do we think it's the 13s in the pit there now as well? It's the Asenheimer Schmidt and Blake and car, another one of the MG GT3s. That's the 13, and it was in 13th position uh, as it came onto pit road. Um, so do we think 912 comes in next time around then? Or do we think it goes to 15 and it's, then it's done a 7 and an 8? Um, it'd be wise to try and squeeze in an extra lap if possible because this could very easily go to 29 laps what, it? what they will know of course having just filled the 911 is exactly how much fuel they've been using yes yes so it gives them an opportunity does it not to have a look at that as we are now into the second half of the race we are yeah you're listening to RS3 part of the radio show limited network it's John Hindoff and Johnny Palmer taking you through a captivating VLN 2. All these races based at the Nürburgring Nordschleife. They run the Nordschleife in full and then the Sprint Strecker, which is the sort of 
slightly shortened Grand Prix track that uh, we find for the 24 hours of the Nürburgring. But uh, each of these little nuggets through the year, there are nine of them, and you can hear each and every one of them live here on RS3 throughout 2018. Started in March, I think the last one is in late October, stretching all the way through the year. And uh, all types of different weather as well, seemingly. It's, uh, it looks bright and breezy, but it's, uh, there's a little bit of a chill in the air at the Nürburgring today as well, particularly for qualifying early this morning. But uh, this is, a, as I say, an enthralling race because of so many different SP9 cars on different strategies and involves a fair bit of us commentators scratching our heads for the time being. But it'll all come neatly together for the final five laps or so when everyone will be on the same strategy just thinking about slicing the cake into even seven lap stints if you are going to throw an eight lap stint in there somewhere you want that to be your penultimate stint really because if you do an eight laps uh, that doesn't mean then a, an extra long uh, pit stop because remember pit stops towards the end of the race are timed with the end of the race in mind rather than the start so Things flip around a little bit, as explained earlier on. Audi rejoining is, I think, an SP9 car, as this might be the leader in the M235i class, which is Cup 5, the Pixum Team Adrenaline Machine. There is AMG uh, for, from the GT4 class heading back into the race as well. And a VW Golf on pit road, which is one of the H2 class cars if you've got a car that you fancy running in the VLN then guaranteed that the organisers will find a home for it somewhere and ideally somebody to race with as well and remember that each of the VLN races through the course of the year is run or organised by a different body each one is individual so we started the year with the 64th edition of the ADAC Westfalen Fart and this is the 43rd running the DMV Fiat Stundenrennen and we still have to come well the next next up is a bit of a break actually because the third of the VLN races is the other side of the 24 hours uh, weekend after Le Mans in fact um, so uh, there's us just trying to you know gather our thoughts get some get some uh, body movement after a, a trying week at Le Mans full week and then the 24 hours as well but uh, I know midweek motorsport takes a a break doesn't it on the Wednesday but we'll be back on the following Saturday the 23rd of June for the 60th edition of the ADAC ACAS H&R Cup race VLN3 and then the weekend after that we're back on RS2 for IMSA um, for 6 hours of the Glen 6 hours of the Glen back to back with the following weekend the Canadian Time Motorsport Park race that's all on the Radio Show Limited network of channel channels. We've got motorsport covered. Uh, we'll continue with the second half of VLN2 in just a moment's time. The VLN on RS3. On RS3. Part of the Radio Show Limited network. Part two of VLN2 here on RS3. Johnny Palmer and John Hindoff taking you through a race that really cannot be called at the moment. 912, 
The Porsche from Manti Racing showing tremendous speed, but so is the sister car, the 911, fresh from its victory in VLN1. Here comes the 912, then such a narrow pit lane entry there with the coned off section. The cones are there, by the way, to provide a filter, effectively, for any cars that don't want to brave the Nordschleife on any particular lap. If you've got a bit of a niggle, a knocking sound, and you don't want to turn left out of the Vidal chicane, there's always the option to turn right and cut through into the back of the pit lane and uh, therefore access the pit lane row. So the cones delineate entry from uh, Sprint Strecker versus entry from the Nordschleife, but it means, as a result, it's very, very narrow indeed to get in. The 912 then pits, the 29 Land Motorsport Audi is also in for a driver change. Easy to tell you, well, not exactly who's getting out and who's getting in, but with only two drivers in the 29. And the 29 um, was in third position. Okay. Now remember, they made up at least a couple of positions on the last pit stop round well, Sheldon von der Linde and Marcel Fesler yes. sharing that car yes so with it being only two drivers it's either Sheldon getting out or Marcel getting in or vice versa and we're going to get an opportunity to glimpse the right, driver that's von der Linde getting out there we are so Sheldon out Marcel Fesler in to the 29 Audi further down pit lane that's the 66 Porsche making a stop there's a Cayman in as well car 4 418 is a Cayman from the V6 class, a team secured for Sorg Red Sport Cayman S. The 99 BMW then scored as the leader last time around, took that lead on the track as the cars ahead of it peeled off in the pit lane. That's the Gisichron and Conor de Filippi number 99 car that car yet to make its second pit stop so that this is great news for them because they are now inside two hours Johnny which means that every lap oh mistake by the 22 into the first corner that's the Wappenspiegel Ferrari 488 GT3 that's the SP9 um, premium car eighth position and second in class trying to chase down the number two gigaspeed car just went Long in the turn one, easy to try to make some positions through traffic there. And in fact, is around about let me see, 13 seconds behind its class leader at the moment. It'll be a wee bit more than that now. Slow Cayman on the Dottinger black car on driver's left, and there's a bit of overtaking and popping out. I do get a little bit worried. Here comes the 911. 9-1-1, followed by the two Mercedes. Absolutely line astern. So he's got past the 14. That's very interesting. As they come across the line this time around, where is the 99? It's gone through, of course. 14 coming through the has gone through my apologies so that must have been a lapped Mercedes then behind it was the 13 car so the 911 and the 13 car having a little bit of a battle together so 
So this is now in that intermediate time, Johnny, when not everyone has had the same pit stops at the front of the field. Yes. Where the strategic calls and the guys in front of the computer screens working the spreadsheets, earning their money right now. But with under an hour and 50 minutes to go now, and just for, for some cars who've already taken their second stop, just one more pit stop to go. For those that haven't, it'll be the next pit stop and one more. But that is going to really compress the field towards the end of the race. The handicap effect is what comes into, into play in the last 45, 50 minutes of the race. Yes, and... Uh always at this point of the race pretty tricky to read who is where but cars now released from the pit lane 912 29 the four car that we caught a glimpse of that's the falcon tire livery porsche of yeah. klaus backler and martin ragginger well podium last time out came actually very close to finishing Second, we're only overtaken on the final lap, and we reckon Not just really. before the dotting of hurt, yes, <laughs> by uh, one of the Audis uh, from BWT, neither of which are here this weekend, but in that uh, well known pink livery of BWT that the Force India's in Formula One have run. They seem to be taking on the motorsport world, don't they? They do, yeah, and they had a couple of Audis out last time around, but um, I'm sure they'll be back for the 24 hour qualifying race and the main event in May, too. There's a brief glimpse of the Aston Martin GT8 making its way down the Dottinger Hur. Here it comes, side by side with a Porsche Cup car, I think. Just yes. ahead of the H2 leader, the silver 621 Clio. Looking extremely standard. Early version, earlier version of the Clio. Not the very Mark 1 Cup car. I love those little Mark 1 Cup cars. I wish I'd kept the one that I had. I had the opportunity, I did a test on one the opportunity to buy it didn't buy it very annoyed with myself it was in French blue as well Harry Metcalf who um, founded Evo magazine oh, that's Jeff Lopovic I haven't said that uh, so that car still leading that's the 155 that car still leading it's SP18 class 27th position for Jethro for Bert Schneider and we said it was Patrick Simon and did you get part to Christian. Tell Christian thank you yeah, the little Mark 1 Clio Cup with the Clio Cup Sport with the Cup chassis. Just hilariously funny. Made more sense the harder you drove it because the H2 leader just actually scares himself off the track in traffic at the moment going through the exit of the Mercedes Benz Arena. So the BMW number 99 surely has to pit next time around. They've done very well. They've got a lap. This is great news for them, because by the time they come back, there's going to be close to an hour and 40 minutes left to go, which probably means they can do quite easily two 50-minute stints. And possibly that might get them... I'm just trying to work this out, Johnny, whether the 99 gets its last pit stop within that crucial last half an hour and therefore yeah. goes for the splash and go at the end. Yes. It's going to be not that far off that if they can do another eight-lap run. 
because, you know, at the moment, I mean, they're lapping in nine minutes at the moment because of all the the Code 60, so it would easily be inside the last 30 minutes. Might only need a couple of laps worth of fuel at that point. True. Depending on how deep they can get into that last 30 minutes. Well, that would mean a very short final pit stop, so... There is a, almost a joker sometimes in the tail of these races. Where you can take advantage if you've managed to stretch out your strategy through the money stints, if you like, the, the heavy lifting stints. And then if you've got just a couple of laps to do at the end, it can be a real in-and-out job, which can put you well and truly in contention. So still waiting for the number 99 BMW to appear at the end of sector four. Whether the 35 might be up there as well because that car still owes us a stop together with the two SP9 premium leaders, 2 and 22. We know the Ferrari's good on fuel anyway, and the fact that it's got some silver and bronze drivers in the lineup, they're going to be lighter on the loud pedal, you would think, than the full on pros. Well, there's a skill to driving fast but not using fuel. Yes. Um, through goes the Crone and Di Filippi 99 BMW, so that is definitely in the lead, but I wonder who's next. Another lap! Going to go through. Well, we knew it was doing 50. Yeah. Sorry, through sector four. Hasn't okay. reached the end of sector okay. five yet. Okay. I'm just okay. calling the, the race order, as it were, before they arrive on the Dottinger Hur. But uh, right, it's we're now on board with that BMW. Here it is. Black and white and yellow car. Now, it's going across to the right-hand side of the track. I think it's pitting it end yep. of its lap 15 yes it is it's in the lane now gets on the brakes down to the 60 kilometer an hour marker and at this point the driver will be starting to unfasten the belts not take them off completely but just slacking the belts off get ready perhaps to push the seat back and now you're looking for the man waving the stick so that you get into your pit lane you have pushed the seat back, make sure you can still reach the brake pedal. Plenty of time here, no need to rush because of these timed pit stops. And that is the whole reasoning behind them. Even at this high level of motorsport, this is such a tight pit lane that the organisers, and I think rightly so, have decided that taking chances on pit stops is not something that they want their teams to do, particularly, Johnny, when fueling is going in from effectively supermarket or filling station ties pistol grip fillers yeah absolutely there's the Ferrari 22 trying to hunt down the number 2 get speed giga speed uh, Porsche I don't think that was said Porsche that it was lapping no it uh, blew by that so not in the same class and the 35 BMW has done tremendously well to yeah. run second I know it's uh, that owes us a stop probably at the end of this lap Jonathan Hershey Hunter Abbott and Christian Cronje's car. So, that car probably due in now. And who will be next? And as you said that, they've headed to the pit lane, Johnny. There we go. The 35. Came in from sixth. Scored on the pit lane. So, who's going to go through? 912 goes back into the lead, doesn't it? Yeah. Flatbed appearing at the end of the Dottinger Hur. Truck racing all of a sudden. Always exciting. And what's on the back of it? Oh, 
Is that one of the BMW Cup cars that's on the back yeah. of that? Do you know, no other race in the world you could do this kind of thing on this type of racetrack without the drivers being absolutely respectful of yellow flags. Here's the leading group then of cars that have stopped at least. The 911 right in there again. I don't think. Is that the 912? The Ferrari, the Ferrari hasn't stopped. I don't think the Ferrari stopped either. So the 22 Ferrari now leads the race. Correct. Correct. That I, was, I was looking at that before I was... My attention was drawn yes, to the well. shiny thing, which was the big truck. I agree with you there. So Ferrari 22, by virtue of being able to do... Well, certainly eight lap stints. Then direct into the 14 Mercedes. Uh, which is about to cross the line now. Right, so that'll be in concert with the 912 possibly and the, where's the 29 that can't be that far away either I think the oh dive, dive down the inside by the 911 move and that was a battle then for 8th and 9th because that was the 15 oh the touch and round goes the 912 in the Mercedes-Benz arena a masterful bit of saving of the car from the 912 uh, Nick Tandy got out of that car, not sure if it's Patrick or Fred who's in it, but didn't jump on the brakes, didn't flat spot the tyres, reversed the lock. Yes, what's thrown me out there, Johnny, is it's the black number 15 that's in that battle. Right. With the 911, which is now ahead of it. So that, in timing uh, parlance, is uh, 8th, 9th, 10th. But, of course, we've got two cars that have just pitted, the 35 and the 2. So, that's not, not the case. Let's not discount. Um, oh, no, beg your pardon, we're in the wrong line. So, yes, 15 and well, possibly the 4 as well, actually. The 5 and the 4. Mm. The 5 Audi and the 4 Porsche. They're ahead of this battle. Are ahead, yeah. yeah. And they have done two stops. Yeah, so, again, this has been all about... Oh the back end of it what happened before that though it was a touch on the 48 I think yes so now both sides of the 48 have had a little tip but a fabulous save without flash, flat spotting I can't say that I think I think it's Pele okay. I think it's Pele in that car but Shiada might have had a better look at that on the replay beautiful day in the Eiffel Mountains sun up at its height, shadow's very short now. Still springtime, not many leaves on the trees. A bit chilly this morning, it was certainly a top court weather. One or two team members coming in with gloves and woolly hats on, but the temperature rising now. No chance of rain. And mercifully, no fog that. A little halt on proceedings at VLN 1. I'm John Hindorf, Johnny Palmer is with me, as again, the faster GT3 cars heading through traffic as they have been since really lap two, and we are now on lap 16. Right, so this is the 99 car that's just come out of the pits. Correct. 
and it's chasing down the number three BMW, which is the other Falcon car. So I reckon that's just outside the top dozen. I reckon they're 13th and 14th or 12th and 13th, something around that sort of area when yeah. they sort themselves out, when the timing sorts itself out at the end of the lap. We haven't mentioned a great deal about Alex Imperatori and Jens Klingman, but they're driving once again the Falcon Motorsports M6. Falcon as a team based in Butzbach. Falcon, one of many tyre companies that has a development centre on Gottlieb Dirmerstrasse, which is effectively two streets over from the Dottinger Hoor. Yes. Um, and the uh, Jens Klingman BMW, think very highly of them, part of the Turner BMW team in IMSA competition. And he had that extraordinary outburst of particular on last year. And he got out of a perfectly serviceable car and stomped off and cost them having booked it his teammate, gave himself a puncture but nothing else, and then stomped off. Costing that car a podium finish in class. I think he was probably had a word with after that. No doubt. Don't get out of the car until the engineer tells you to. Christian Engel, Adam Christodoulou, uh, the BMW, AMG GT3 climbing the hill, heading towards Callanhardt. And traffic ahead and slower traffic at that as a Renault Megane is a blur to the right hand side of that Mercedes AMG team, Black Falcon GT3 car. So, wait Can you speak guys still leaving their class by the way? Uh, well, no, it'll be the 22, because oh, the 22 yes, leads everybody. Because uh, the 2 made its second stop, the 22 hasn't it yet? Yes. OK, I'll buy that for a dollar. Just waiting for the cars to appear at, at the, the end of the start lap. of the mm. Dottinger Hur to get some semblance of an order. But 22 definitely out front from then move, I think Are we possibly. sure that the 35 stopped, didn't it, last yes, time it around? So that's and the two. Yeah, and the two. So, so I reckon it's 22 from 14 then. And then five and four, I think. So again, the Stittler Muller car has made up positions, the Audi yeah. number five. Yeah. Audi not out of this yet, you know? No, they're not. 29, the Fesler der Linde car. Uh, well, I think now Marcel Fesler behind the wheel has dropped back a little bit. The two Audis were running in lockstep, and now that's down in 12th after that most recent stop. Not a great deal of time lost for the line one two, despite the spin. I mean, talking about 10 seconds perhaps, because you've got the acceleration as well away from the scene. But as you say, flat spotting as a result of quick thinking we've really kept to a minimum on those Michelin tyres so still waiting for the cars to appear any time now well yeah refreshing the timing to see if there's any movement in sector 4 there's the other Lamborghini Huracan that's a Super Trofeo car I think very quick in a straight line most Johnny don't have quite as much downforce as the GT3 cars yeah. uh, which makes them a bit squirrely for 620 of your workhorse power. Right, 22 will be approaching Tiergarten now. Quite a lot of that Lambo has been taped up in the side as well, so that won't be helping necessarily the aerodynamics. 
Or it'll be helping it an awful lot. Or, yeah, I suppose, because the air doesn't then creep underneath the mm. um, nose cover. 22 cleanly through and with a decent lead, but it, we're expecting that to stop at the end of this, lap 16. Then it is the 14 car, so that's what we said. Yeah. And the gap's about 40 seconds between the Ferrari and... Right, 22's just gone through. Yep. Just gone through in front of us now. Yep. And it comes into the pits. And there it's coming to the pit lane. At the end of its lap number 16. With one hour and 32 minutes to go. Call that one hour 33, Johnny. Okay. Well, behind it is 14, 5 and 4. So that will become... Here comes 14 through Tiergarten. This car the then will become the new race leader. With an Audi... Very close indeed. Look out for the Team Phoenix colours. Five car. Five car in its red, blue and uh, white colours. Well, it... Yeah, still waiting for it. Still waiting. And then only eight seconds back is the Backler. There goes the Audi. The Martin Ragging car. Audi goes through. The Stippler and Muller car goes through first. 14 seconds to go. Here's Raginger and Backler. So that's the third place car now then. And that was another eight seconds back. Yeah. So 21 seconds between the top three now, being 14 Mercedes, the Engel, Christodoulou and Metzger car. The Stippler and Muller oh. car in second. 15, 911, 48 and 29 totally together. And they're battling for position. Yes. Is the 912 in there as well? 912 should be in there. 912's dropped back a bit. Yeah, after that pit stop. Yeah, there it is. So oh, not, it's there, yes, yes. yes. Not, not that much Sorry, I was back. looking at the timing screen there, thinking, <laughs> there should be that, there should be a 912 in there somewhere. I quite like Sector 4 being uh, time of day, though, because you can work out in what order they... They went through more. Touch. Wheel banging for the 48 car there. That's already the damaged side. as the 29 car of... Uh, who did we put in that? Conor Di Filippi, wasn't it? Because it was Sheldon getting out. Yes, so Conor Di... Uh, no, 20, uh, is, um, 29 car oh, sorry, is, no. was, was Fesler, Marcel Fesler. I'm in, I'm in uh, 2017 mode when Conor yeah. was driving Audis. He's not anymore. He's driving BMWs, isn't he? Change that in the brain again. Um, yeah, the other chip in. Indeed. So, uh, so, so hang on a minute. That is 4th, 5th, 6th, 7th and 8th and 9th. Pretty much. No, no. Fifth, fifth, fifth to ninth, isn't it? Yes. That's extraordinary. One more pit stop. But the 911 stopped on that lap. Yeah. So 911 in. Here it is. Right. So, and remember, it is stopping about oh, oh. three or four laps. Damage before. to the front. Damage to the front from that contact earlier. It looks like they're taking the front clip off, maybe just to re seat it. Okay. Worried about some damage around the air intakes on the front of that car. They'll swivel the car around. Now, is it going into the garage? Yes, it is. Yes. Oh, well, my well, goodness. Well. The winner of VLN1. They've got a new front splitter and bumper assembly to go on that car. Well, that, I tell you what that means to me, Johnny, is that's the underfloor. The underfloor right. is the problem because we, there's no damage visible on the exterior. So the underfloor of that car... At the front of the 911 must be damaged. 
So that's now a drama for the 912 as in a spin at the start of the previous lap after contact with the 48, or if there wasn't contact, he was sort of shoveled up on top of the kerb. Are we sure the... now that that was the 912? It wasn't the 911. It was the 912 that spun. Right, okay. And this is a this problem is for the 911. They're only taking part of the bumper off. It's, it's not the under tray. I'm wrong. It's just the cover. Right. Issues with. Do they know what they're looking oh. for? There was a steer on the left front down to the... Uh, maybe they need to take that off to get access. There was a steer on the left front that looked a little bit less than... Oh, hang on. Lump hammer out. Nick Damon would Here be delighted. So there's been contact on the right front of that car. The right front corner, Johnny, has had contact. This is the 911, the winner of the first round of VLN 2018. And, yeah, it's coming off. That right front corner is damaged. Damage to the carbon fibre that we couldn't see before it was pushed into the pit there. Yes, and how quickly a race can Gone. change direction because we were fully focused on 912 and 911, almost uh, circulating, you know, formation flying, if you like, at the head of the order and a decent margin. And now, all of a sudden, I don't think it is going to be Manti that win this race because the 912 has got a lot of catching up to do unless it can gather that time back again in the traffic. KTM needing a push start there. That was the... Was that the, the ladies? That was the red one. So that yes. was the 22, 922, isn't it? That one? Yeah, it was indeed. I should have gone with my first thought. So a bit of damage to the right front. Into oh, Nice camera shot through the lens of the fog light. Well done, cameraman. Um, the... Sorry for those that you can't see that, but I'm particularly taken by that. Um, the damage to the right front exterior wasn't what the issue was. It was the underfloor uh, underneath the luggage compartment of the Porsche engine at the back, of course, and right at the back in this version. It's not the rear mid-engined format that we see in the Le Mans and IMSA top category cars, top category GT cars. Well, that's extraordinary. Extraordinary, that, Johnny. They're going to lose half a lap and more. Um, it'll take them out of contention for the win. And now, all of a sudden, it's the 9-1-2 that will have to take victory if Manti want back-to-back Well, I think they're going to struggle. I think they're going to struggle. Too. Yeah. All of a sudden, look at the Mercedes, the 14 car, yeah. the, the number five Audi. Stippler and Muller have played a blinder. They've stealthed themselves up into what is effectively now second position. And don't count out that Falcon Tyres Porsche, the number four car, the Klaus Backler and Martin Ragginger car. By the way, confirmed by Shea Adam. Oh, Roman Demar shakes his head. Oh, Roman. Uh, confirmed, by the way, that it was Jesse Kron that got into the 99 car. Conor de Philippe got out of that uh, BMW. Roman Demar drafted into the Manti team on the 911, the leading car, because Kevin Estre is in the south of France. At the prologue, the unveiling ceremony. And a bit of practice down there. Oh, and it hasn't gone back together properly either, Johnny. So this is further damage underneath the car. Now this is the 911 we're talking about. And that looked 
meantime, BMW 98, that was the oft delayed, or much delayed yes. BMW's pass in that car is out of contention for a top finish. Three laps down it was on the leaders, and I think it still is. I'm trying now frantically to do some mental arithmetical gymnastics and, yes. and work out who's in the best position here. I like the Audis. I like the Audi. It only 14 seconds behind the leader, the Stickler and Muller car, has shown a decent set of speed, turn of speed, and very decent economy. But I'm just thinking back to the 2016 running mm -hmm. of the Nürburgring 24 hours. Remember that one that came down to an overtake on the final yes. lap? The year we had hail and basically track iced over for four hours when it needed to be red flagged. Well, three of the four drivers that won that race for Black Falcon, Maro Engel, Adam Christodoulou and Manuel Metzger, are in that 14 car. The car we're on board with now on the live stream. And this is the car with the firm advantage, surely. Just depends what their strategy is from this point to the finish. With uh, well, We're inside the final 90 minutes mm. now, an hour and 24 to go. There is the second-placed Audi, number five, for Team Phoenix. And in third place, then, Klaus Backler and Martin Raginger in their Falcon tyre liveried Porsche. Just one more... Excuse me, just one more stop, Johnny, for the leading cars. The question will be how far into the race can they get and can they get a splash at a non-time stop at the end of the race because that would be a huge advantage. As I say hello to Johan van Loon, who's sitting with the family at Breitscheid, watching it live and on the live stream on his smart device. Excellent. Loves the technology, he says. Hope you can hear us. Johan van Loon... Twelve seconds now for the Phoenix Audi between himself and the leader. Ragging it. Most of that made Another up in the final sector. Back. Yeah. He, he found six seconds through sector five. Well, I think that was because the leader caught a car that was being towed at an inopportune time, whereas the second place car caught it as uh, it was coming across the start-finish line and yeah. it immediately got out the way. So, hang on, have we got the... Here's the next gaggle. This is 15. Yes, and let's keep reminding 29. ourselves, when we see the other black Mercedes, it's the 15 yes. because it's the 29 Audi behind it. So not the battle for the lead. So Merck, Audi, Merck, and that is 4th, 5th and 6th then, isn't it? Yeah. And... Either Maxi Gertz or Indy Doncha in the yellow Mercedes. Marcel Fessler in the 29 Audi. And who's likely to be in the 15 car? It's Yelma Berman, Thomas well, Jaeger. They've got four drivers listed. They have. And I don't know how they fit them in. <laughs> well, you get it's four stints, isn't it? So um, Yes, I suppose so. Three stops, yes, absolutely right. So that's the more simple way of doing it, really. Or two. It's, it's when you have three drivers, which is uh, tricky. Ferrari and the 48 Mercedes as well somebody having to do a double stint so interesting to know whether Indy Doncha I mind you I'm not sure whether you're able to drive for two hours solid or whether you have to no, well, you can do it on your get own. out you can't well, yeah, do the whole four true. hours on your own that's you? true well I'm not sure you can in SP9 though actually now somebody will know 
at RSL underscore studio. Use the hashtag I think, I think the teams with two drivers do tend to do a driver change Correct. at every stop. You've got though. the time, Johnny, and you put yeah. the new tyres on the car. So you're basically giving driver one, hour one, driver two, hour two, and then three and four for the remainder of the race. But the Manfilter Mercedes, the yellow car, made its second stop pretty much bang on two hours. And I was trying to work out whether they were doing a driver change there. As we said, Hohenardel did the first stint. Did Maxi Gertz do stints two and three, and then put Indy Doncic in for the final stint, perhaps. Has the 911 been No, I haven't seen a Sector 5 title. Well, already dropped yet. down to 13th position in class, 16th overall. Mercedes, Audi, Porsche, your top three, 14, 5 and 4, separated by just on 21 seconds, those three, when they came across the line, some three or four minutes ago. The quickest car on track at the moment, for the first couple of sectors anyway, is the number four, Porsche, mm. catching I like the, look of that as the well. leaders. I'm guessing that's Martin Ragging it in that car now, although Klaus Backlet is no no slouch. slouch around here. Ragging it though, pretty much... Accepted as a Norge life a specialist, particularly in the rain. He is a, a ring rain meister. Yep. 14 car heading down the hill. This is the approach to Brightshire, isn't it? Plunge down to the road bridge and then the climb up the, the uh, other side of the valley. Down over the main road and then you start to climb up the hill there is an access point on driver's right there there used to be a there still is a toll booth at the bottom where you used to be able to join and go and look on your favourite video streaming server engine 8 second ringking and you'll see somebody driving in there very very funny not for them through Brightshite up now Past Bergwerk, already done. And now, through the left-hander. Who was that break in there? You don't even break there in a road car. All right, OK, I don't break there in a road car, even when it's my road car. Get a bit of skip on the back of the 993 through there. I remember speaking to Sabine Schmitz about it. I said, I think the suspension settings are wrong. And that last left-hander coming up from Bergwerk as you head up the hill. It's close to town. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Feels like the suspension's loading up and it sort of hops a little bit, a bit off pulling. And she said, uh, hmm, how fast are you going through that? Just uh, 135, 40? She said, miles an hour. Yeah, she went, well, we all do that at that speed. Oh, that's fine. All right, that's fine then. As long as I know it's meant to do that, I'm happy again. The intervention vehicle, by the way, making its way along that part of the track, I think it towards Tiergarten, was a barrier repair. Vehicle, I think, wasn't it? Yeah, that was. I think that was the barrier repair vehicle that had been just up from um, from Bergwerk and that area that we were just talking about uh, earlier on. Remember, it was just on that um, third left-hander as you start to go up the hill, so across the tal. Uh, so just beyond Kesselshin, across the tal type of area. 
Important glimpse there of the 802 Seat in the TCR class. TCR, by the way, led by car 806, another car with just the lone driver. 806 is uh, the at Cooper TCR of Andreas Goulden from Matilda Racing. So 806 leads TCR from 820, which is another Seat Cupra of FEV Fev Racing. Benedict Gentgen and Art Hallmans driving that. And third in TCR is the 801 car, which is an Audi RS3. And an all-Norwegian-driven Audi RS3. So Hakon Shearin. Atler Gulbrandsson and Kenneth Ostwald are the three Norwegians in that uh, third-placed TCR car. It's a class of ten machines, Audi, Seat, Opel Astros. But it uh, looks like Seat is the car to have at the moment, running first and second. So now we're starting the countdown to, effectively, the last pit stop, Johnny, for each of the cars. And yes. it may not be all on the same lap. The 9-1-2 is a minute and 12 seconds away from the leader in seventh position. I think that's too much. Go back to a minute, minute and three, that takes you down to fourth position, fifth position, because the 15, in fact, you might as well say sixth as well, because the 15, the 29, uh, and the 48 all went across the line at minute and three, minute and four. Now, who gets furthest into the race and whose last stop is shortest if you can get into a free stop at the end of the race? That's the key to me now. It's not just about pace. Watching the lap times, they're coming down again. There's a little less yes. of the Code 60 around the circuit. We had 15 from the leader last time around, which is the fastest lap we've seen for some time. But the Mercedes has opened up a gap to about 19 seconds now, I make it. So across the line now to confirm. Here comes Stipler's car between 14 and the five car, the Phoenix Audi. 17.1 seconds, Johnny. Eyes did not deceive you. 8:15.5 for the leader. 8:20.3 for the Stipler and Muller Phoenix Audi. Splendid in their new colour scheme as well, which has got the blue, grey, two shades of blue, grey, and the. Audi Rhombus on the roof with the dark red, which is the Audi customer, Audi Sport customer racing part of delivery. Need to have a little look at uh, the backlet Ragginger car, probably driven by Ragginger though, because he's only now half a second. Uh, no, it's a bit more than that, rather, but uh, five seconds. Oh, is it five, five, five seconds, seconds between second and third? There we go. I was looking at the sector five time and thinking it was far closer. So, so, actually, the lap started with Ragginger closing mm. on the five Audi. This time, yes, Well, he's taken three, three seconds out of him last time around. So, here's the last lap times and the gaps for the leaders. 14 Mercedes leads, 8.15.5, 17 seconds further back in second. Number five, Audi, with an 8.20.3. Third, and some five seconds further back, like 22 seconds off the leader, the number four Porsche, that's the Falcon guy, and it's 17 last time around. But wait for this. Some 30 seconds further back in 
fourth position, but with a time of eight minutes and nine last time around. Another Mercedes, that of the Berman Jäger Seifarth and Stoltz, Lucas Stoltz car, that's the 15. It's the other Black Falcon car. Correct. Then the 29 Phoenix Audi, which I think we've got Fessler in at the moment, an 8.09 last time around, only less than a second away from that car's best lap of the race. So, oh, wait a minute, Patrick Pele, or whoever got into, I think it was Pele in the 912, an 8.07, 8.06 for Motara in the Mercedes. 8.07 for the number three BMW. So the times further back down the top ten where the track was getting cleared of the code 60s, coming back down to some of the fastest laps. In fact, Motara's car, the number 47 Mercedes, did do its fastest lap last time around, as did the Imperatori Klingman BMW. 8.07, 4.80, 8.07, 6.03 from the uh, Yessi BMW number 99 in 10th. There's only 70 seconds between the top 10 across the line, and the guys yeah. at the back are charging. They are. They are. So now, do we suggest then that the guys at the front are going for the late stop, and the guys at the back are just of the top 10 are just hammered down trying to close the gap and put a bit of pressure on them. Yeah, possibly. I, th- I mean, everyone from 4th down to what, 10th or 11th place obviously had a, a clearer lap. Now, that might be because the barrier repairs were done and dusted by that point. We saw the barrier repair vehicle with Unimog coming back to its base. So, I just wonder whether they caught the lap in its clearest or, you know, most clear of recent times because 8.15, 8.20, 8.17 and then everyone is below an 8.10 from fourth place and downwards so expect the leaders to start to pick up their speed as well as we say it's just over 15 seconds first to second five seconds second to third very tight still yeah. for fourth, fifth and sixth going through an 11th just going back out onto the Nordschleifer the Frickadelli number 30 red and white Porsche that's the Lance David Arnold Wolf Hensler Alex Muller car they are two and a half minutes away from the lead 222 actually two and a half minutes but in the pit lane the Lamborghini Huracan GT3 which leads SP9 premium uh, will have given that up when the 22 Ferrari 488 GT3 comes through next time around Ferrari long again that's the third stop for the Huracan. So they're not getting the mileage out of that car. Because they can't go to the end from here, I wouldn't have thought. In an SP9 car. With an hour and ten still to go. Loving it. Shall we do a couple of the other class leaders? H4, 588. Porsche, GT3 Cup, the 997 vintage. 20th position, Cup 2 the 123, Porsche GT3 Cup car it's the Hopper, Kranz and Shearbuth car it's 21st overall, SP7 22nd overall another Porsche GT3 Cup MR, multi racing car uh, and that is in the hands of Hamplex, Stuesberg and Enzo inverted commas uh, that was SP7 SP8, the 139 Ferrari 458, that's the a Kohl, Haas, Jäger and Kohler car. They are in 
124th position, the 139. TCR um, is the is that underschooled? Did you put behind that? Uh, which number was it? Eight or six TCR. Uh, Andreas. Set, Andreas, thank you. Gulden um, leads TCR 27th overall. Uh, SP9 36 BMW M6 GT3. That's an SP9 MA. The Masters. Falkenhorst, Adams and Ziegler, notwithstanding that uh, alternator problem for that car earlier on. That leads in 30 seconds. ATG is the Smoodor machine, the 911 GT3 Cup 2. It's a 320 in 33rd and 34th. SP8T, the 160 car, the BMW M4 GT4. Oh, now that's a change, because that was the 155 for the longest time. The Schneider and... Uh, Jethro Bovingdon Mercedes which is now dropped into second place a couple of places further back Okay, SP10 BMW M4 GT4 the Baumann and Tischner car is in 37 for the 178 926 Cup X the Crossport GT4 is the Hofmeister Jungwolf car and that is 926 in 38th position Cup 3 is the first of the Porsche Cayman GT4 Club Sports having a cracking battle just over five seconds ahead of the second place it's 969 from 960 and then down to SPX the Glickenhaus is down in 53rd position for the number 53 and then the Cup 5 category is the first of BMWs that's the 650 who has pulled out a bit of a lead on everybody else so that's the leaders that I've got on the first 58 cars and there's the 926 that we talked about earlier on yeah um, having uh, lauded the fact that we would get a uh, ding dong fight in the Cup 5 BMWs um, it's not exactly let us down but it's been driven apart by the fact that uh, the leader had a slightly clearer lap than the two pursuing and uh, it means a gap of like 30 seconds now mm. if not more which is unusual in that class I'm feeling that we're still going to get a scrap for some of the positions in the top six though that are nose to tail that's one of the Pixum cars uh, 6.90 that is going across the line down at the 4.90 uh, excuse yeah, me yes it's the four not, door yeah uh, always looks from a, a head on shot look like that's a 2.35i uh, but uh, it's a 325 car. E90, isn't it? Yeah, it is. The Rink Brink and Lyson car. And that's a class leader. In V4, yes. Yeah. Let's pick some cars. Easy to pick spot. Out. Yeah, picks out. Sorry. Um, it's good that they run them all in the same colours, even though they're not necessarily in the same categories. Yeah, and... Um, Pick some team adrenaline. I think based at the Nurburgring, and basically supply you a ride if you fancy taking a car out. They bring the car to the track, they prepare it for you, and uh, that you is properly an arrive and drive, is I it? I think I believe yeah. so. Yeah. Um, and yeah, in the twenty-four, <laughs> there you go. There's an opportunity. In the twenty-four last year, I think they had eight or nine cars, all painted in the same colours. I've had an absolute oh, fire in the pit lane. Fire like in it. the pit lane. And it's down at Lant Motorsport, I think. Was that the 29 car? No, maybe not. No. That car's still out. But certainly a lot of extinguishing in the air. Leaders 
have gone through to start their 20th lap and it's now 22 seconds the gap at the front of the field the number 14 Mercedes still leading from the 5 Phoenix Audi in 2nd the 4 Fulton Porsche in 3rd now 30 seconds away from the leader and 9 seconds away from 2nd place I was just about to say I've had an absolute nightmare because I've timed my fluid intake very badly I have have now run out of my water with still an hour and five to go dear okay I did start a bit early on the way down I actually started on the drive on the way down which I think is what's put me out probably Mm. just held back for 20 minutes or so yeah I'd have been fine you could have stretched it into the final stint but uh, an hour and four to go oh yeah there was a fire there was a fire Johnny it's the 435 Porsche Cayman then 435 they're having a look under the back of that car mid-engine car of course V6 entered car uh, shown as fourth in class not anymore I'm hoping that uh, oh still smouldering underneath there Johnny he hadn't been leading the class and has slipped to fourth as a result of this where's the fire coming from then there's a break from the engine bit yeah from the engine bit they've had some kind of issue because there's some damage underneath the car Maybe, uh, or is that just the jacks? No, maybe it's just the jacks. I thought they maybe had run over something and pulled out a line. But I'm going to take that back now. They've got the proper fire engine in the pit lane now, so that suggests to me that that was a fuel fire. So maybe a spill down the, over the top of the hot engine. There is a broken bit of under tray there, isn't there? Unless they crack that out apart to try mm, and get Have a look underneath. Yes, good point. So, but good point. No, it's a strange one, and obviously we only saw the tail end of the incident, so difficult to diagnose Last that. Hour and three minutes to go, Johnny. One five three coming through Tiergarten at the moment. A very nicely turned out two thirty five. Big flared arches on the back, like it. Dark grey, light grey, silver. One five three coming across the line now in front of us. Where are the leaders on this lap then? And are we to expect any of them in towards the end of the current lap? Well, here's the question. As the battle continues out on the circuit, the number 99, Jesse Krohn, right up the tailpipes of the 912. That is a battle for position 7th and 8th. Porsche 7th, 8th for the BMW. Heading up towards the top of the hill at Callanhard now before they drop down fabulous part of the circuit they've caught a Renault Clio it's that little silver Clio that we've seen quite a bit of and now Jesse Krohn with target acquired the 912 the leading Monte Porsche in 7th position they're about a minute and a quarter away from the leaders as they're diving down to the left handed hairpin So that means the leaders will be up through towards the carousel by now. As this cracking battle goes through the right-hander at Exmüller, heading towards Bergwerk. Such an important corner, Bergwerk, because you're going uphill all the way from there. Got to get your turn in, super late turning. Watch out for the left-hand side of the road. 
the turning is pretty much where you see the red and white curbs and you think you're going to go straight on at the arm core but you're going to hold the middle of the road through the first left-hander just coaxing the car through these look to the left the car will follow but the third apex is the one you must nail you cannot be late on that one because it's so close and here comes Jesse Cron dragging up through close to Talon towards the bottom of the carousel can't make that one work through the tighter left-hander at close to Tal. Now, right at the bottom of the carousel, coming through the right kink. Now you place yourself on the left-hand side of the road, use the curb as a marker, turning in past the Jetta. yellow and red Jetta. Now, up the hill, one little brow, gets slightly light. Over to the right-hand side, look to the marshal's post before you dive into the rough concrete in the carousel. That Pixum E320 is going another lap back, climbing now through Hoa Act towards Vipperman. Stay to the left side of the road, there's a right hander coming up almost one corner there. Got to know which curbs you can use here and which you can't. Diving down towards an hour to go up over the top of the right-hander and then you're down towards Brunchen you can't be over to the right-hand side of the road too far because the road falls away and just sucks you into the arm court now at Brunchen great part of the circuit use the block paving on the exit heading up towards the ice curve the right-hander under the trees here in the early and late races of the year you get a little bit of moisture and sometimes a little bit of frost under there blind over the top down towards Flans Garden, flat out through here do what you have to do through there just to keep the car running now into the second of the carousels Schwalbenschwanz a little bit further back from that at the moment they're just coming through Flans Garden now meantime second place yep. on the Dottinger Hurt now has he pulled anything back 8.08 from the leader last time around 8.13 from second 8.16 from third 8.18 from fourth 8.19 8.19 8.21 the Mercedes is making his bid for freedom it is it's 27 seconds I make it at sector 4 between the 14 Black Falcon Mercedes and the number 5 Phoenix Audi which now gets to Tiergarten clipping the kerb to the right finally a run through Tiergarten relatively quiet for the Audi it's being driven by either Frank Stippler or Nico Muller great run here for the 99 Rover Racing BMW right on the tail of the 912 perfect draft and will be gifted the inside line could even drive the 912 towards traffic as well which will further serve to slow it down and it's safely through and there's also an HTP Mercedes trying to squeeze past as well. That'll be the 47 car of Eduardo Mortara, I reckon, probably doing this stint, actually. If not, Don Bowman and Indy Doncha. Indy fancying a spell in both the 47 and the 48 cars, then, according to the latest entry list. But Mortara was a star man in VLN1, so I think they probably 
kept that guy back as the 912 tries to wrestle the position away from the Rover Racing BMW, but the BMW just drives across the braking area for the oh, Porsche and very nearly runs into a Renault Megane whilst doing that, but 99 stays ahead of the 912. So that's a new seventh position across the line for Jesse Kron then. 14 Mercedes leads from five, Felix Audi second, four Falcon, Porsche third. Still just 29 seconds between the top three. At 16 seconds further back, the 15 Mercedes, then the 29 of the Lant Monteplast Audi team. 51 seconds away from the leader, then the 48, then the 99, and those guys all within seven or eight seconds of each other. And Phoenix Audi in the pit. Phoenix Audi in the pit. And the 14 in the pit. Sorry, I missed that as I was giving you that rundown. 56 minutes to go. These are the last pit stops. Frank Stibler staying in the number five. He'll take that car to the end. In the meantime, I can tell you that the Scuderia Cameron Glickenhaus SCG 003C has gone into the garage and the 911 will not resume. The winner of the first round of VLN 2018 will not resume the race. So whatever that problem was, underneath the right front, Mm. they decided either it would take too long or it was not able to be fixed trackside. So we're going to have two different winners from the opening two VLN races. Nose to tail across the line. That was the 35 BMW. Meanwhile, yes, and he was right up behind the 47. Oh, no, it wasn't the 47. It was... 35 and the 30, which is one yes, of the Frickadelli it is, it is a battle for position, those two. 10th and 11th. Okay. Yeah, 10th and 11th. And we know the 35's been going deeper into mm. its pit stop uh, stints, into the, into the stints, lengths rather. 35, one of the last cars to stop last time around. So, inside the final hour, that should be fine as far as an SP9 fuel tank is concerned, depending on how much fuel you can actually get in there. I suppose how much fuel is left at the end of that stint 14 stops five stops the four stayed out though and therefore takes up the race lead Klaus Backler and Martin Ragginger now lead the LN2 live here on RS3 part of the Radio Show Limited network of channels it's John and Johnny and uh, hopefully you are settled in for the remaining 55 and a bit minutes, remember. How you know far are we going to go? This? You know what I love about this, Johnny, is that we've had all of this racing so far, and as in real endurance and Nürburgring tradition, we still don't really know the relative positions of these cars yeah. because now the tactics play out. We've seen the speed, now we'll see the tactics play out. You know, we, we've taken out of the equation the 911. That's gone um, because of problems. The 98 car had early problems as well. So that one's out of the equation. So a couple of big hitters out there. But at the moment, you know, top 10 separated by 2 minutes 30. But last pit stops having been done by the 14 and the 5. Now, clearly what we've got to wait for is to see where they come out. And can they do 54 minutes? I think they probably can but at what pace? Well, that's the thing. Yes, do they have to back things off a little bit? 20 laps completed by the latest pit stoppers there. So, so that's, they that's 28. 28. That's what we're seeing. They can get to 28, but the question is, will the race run to 29? 
Well, we've had that drama before, Johnny. Yes, we have. Uh, and that's kind of the novelty of this race, really. It, it can be a 28-lap race, and we've had it many times. In fact, VLM1 was a 28-lap race. It can very easily, though, be 29, depending on when the clock runs out and where is the leader at that point. Have they just crossed the line as the seconds are ticking by, or are they about to approach the line? There goes the 666 BMW in Cup 5, and that car probably still in second place. No, third place in yeah. Cup 5 indeed. So the 235i class led by the 650 car still of Griezmann and Fubri. Yeah. Tristan Vidas on his lone mission in 694 is in second. I think they've still all got a stop to make those Cup cars. Was risk because yes, they've only they made two stops. Um, it'll be right. a short stop for them at the end because they do go a little bit longer. Great lap times again at the head of the field. Uh, we put Marcel Fesler into the 29er. I know, well, he's just stopped again, hasn't he? So, um, no, no, he hasn't. I'm sorry. Uh, 8 10, he was the quickest last time around. No, uh, Jesse Cron did an 8 07. 8 05. Wow. Is that the f that's the new fastest lap of the race, isn't it? An, eight, an 805 390 last time around for the Hershey, Abbott and Cronyers 35 M6 GT3. 805 390, I'm bid. I don't see anything better than that. That's not hanging about. There's nobody in the 804, certainly. So, yes, that is the best closely followed by the 912 lap from earlier on in the race which was an 805.7 but only two cars getting below the 806 marker okay so right I'm ready for this now bring it on I, I, to be honest I wouldn't have picked a BMW M6 to be the fastest car so far but um, fair credit to the 35 car who's at the winner that there Jonathan Hershey we have to say of course that not everybody may be showing all of their pace at this time of the season That's because true. we've seen in the past have we not John that you know going into the big race their big race of the year as the WEC's big race of the year is Le Mans yeah. which this year's only second race of the season and then last race of the season they go there twice but it's the N24 the VLN's important of course it is it's a championship but the N24 is the one that all these German manufacturers want to win and they will not want to be BOP'd within an inch of their life for the big race. True enough. 101 is the Cup 2 second place car. That's the Schnoffner, Schnoffner, Schoffner uh, Hill and Klassen car. GT3 Cup car. One of the biggest speed cars. Just having been passed by the 911 is the green of the two cars, isn't it? Here comes uh, no nine one two nine one two yeah nine one one's in the pit lane still yeah yeah should have remembered that Ida the Fulton car coming through to put a lap on the very lovely M mm. three Evo E thirty which we were talking about the three stroke one I love that shape of car they did it oh ladies and uh, sorry uh, Fulton car in the pits fifty minutes exactly to go bit of a lot up as he hit the 
60 kilometer an hour speed limit and well, out on the circuit the 29 having a bit of a battle with the 48 yeah that was the lead position. you were right that was the leader the four car yes came in from the lead because it didn't stop the previous time remember whereas the 14 and, and the they're five all following did. him in they're all following him in so 49 minutes to go and the top three on the track the 29 stayed out yes they did Marcel Fessler stayed out and the 99 stayed out and Jesse Cron absolutely but the 15 and the 48 have come in the 912's gone through how much further can those guys go into the race we've got 19 minutes so that's two and a half laps to get into the free stop zone yes yes that's, that's what I'm kind of thinking of here this will be 20 yeah okay 22 laps need to stop within the final 30 minutes we reckon to basically shortcut that final stop and oh, this is be tight. the stop is dependent on your last stint so the, the time right. between the pit stop and the end of the race rather than the previous stint as it has been for the rest of this event this is the 15 car in from Black Falcon yeah, fourth position when it crossed the line this is a four-driver car. Berman, Jäger, Seyfarth and Lucas Stoltz. Now, if they are running it in that order, it'll be Luke and they get in. Beautiful carbon fibre finish on that car. That's not carbon fibre tape on that car. That is actually just the finish of the car. Look how gorgeously it's laid all in the right direction. I do like cars with just the carbon fibre finish. They are a thing of beauty. I couldn't bring myself to put any kind of paint on them or wrap now doing a quick uh, image search for Lucas Dolce's helmet well yeah, yeah. Look, unless it's a new helmet for this year of course had the German flag incorporated on that so, so that rolls out Berman Thomas Jäger Thomas Jäger or Jan Seffarth Seffarth's German the 14's gone through that's scored in 10th position that's the and they're fueled to the end so who's who's the top car that's fueled to the end I reckon that is 30 cars just coming I reckon the 14 you know I reckon the 14 is the first car on the road that's done its last stop So keep an eye on the 14 car climbing through the timing screen as out then goes its team bit, yeah. the 15 car. Careful not to cross the blend yeah, line. Very good. And the trajectory of the pit lane exit delivers you right into the apex of the first corner. Much better to be exiting pit lane without anybody to your left-hand side red inner rims on the front wheels on the Mercedes and yellow inner rims on the rear makes it a good idea true you don't get them mixed up I suppose uh, but it makes it uh, all that smarter as well so that's the Bilstein car isn't it to look out for, for later on in the season as well as it tends to be always one sadly we had to wave goodbye to the Aribo car over the winter period I'm still getting grips with that I am yeah I'm sure um, 
I um, I used to love my, love my little bag of Aribo teddies at the start of the weekend. Um, and that's run on things like Porsches and Mercedes through the course of uh, its history. And it goes back a long, long time. Good article on uh, dailysportscar.com, actually, in the yes. history of the Haribo car and Haribo sponsorship. So, I give up on who's been in the way of that car. I must have been young. Um, I just wonder whether it's Luca's new helmet new design helmet. for 2018. Very smart it was. And often, the name of the driver is uh, in an obvious place, but because the, he, he was already in the car side of a modern day race uh, seat these days just covers the whole of the side of the helmet now doesn't it just to provide the support so tricky to tell it's Jan Sefov is it yeah okay yeah thank you to Stephen Rob. superb thank you let me see oh. speed differential into the that's console. a new helmet for him there we go right yeah but it's Jan Sefov behind the wheel thank you Excellent. Stephen for that so Safarth in the 15, we're now on board the 14, and this car, I reckon, still with a very strong chance of victory. Well, I think that's the, the first car that's done its third pit stop. It just depends how far back it was on the cars that did their last stops ahead of it, if you see what I mean. It stopped earlier. Um, where are they at the moment? Let's see which part of the circuit it's just at the top of the at the far side of the circuit heading now down towards the bridge isn't it yes ok that makes sense so he is in I think your third sector goes by uh, red white black BMW that we talked about earlier on down towards the bridge beautiful weather smashing yeah. weather for this time of year tiny little bit of high cirrus cloud just beginning to gather over the Eiffel Mountains at the moment but nothing to worry about the shadow's just starting to get a bit longer as it's coming on to half past three in the afternoon here at the Nürburgring interesting to see these early season races Johnny without as much greenery as when we're there for the, the Nürburgring 24 there's quite a lot of evergreen foliage there but the deciduous trees are still quite brown haven't got their new growth yet yep. <clears throat> catching the green and yellow striped Porsche there oh, just in the wrong place uh, might be it's an SP7 machine. Right. A lovely yeah, colour, that, that yeah, dark green. That's the two Charleses, I believe. Yeah, that's... Popman and Espelab. The problem wasn't that he was catching that. It was that there was a BMW on the inside moving very, very slowly that you just couldn't see until you could. Yeah. And that's the real worry. There's a 235i coming towards the end of its lap. 677. Uh, yes, 677. Mitchell, Brown and... Fozzy Baal, Bugbear, I suppose that's pronounced, with the umlaut. Very funny. Excellent. Twelfth position for that car, but it's a class still led by Griesner and Fubrick with their very decent lead. 
and quite a bit quicker than their nearest rivals last time around, doing a 9.16. Tristan Vidas could only manage a 9.34, so the gap's getting larger and larger now. 48th position, the best Cup 5 car. Second place, 58th position, so 10 spots separate the top two in the 235i class. Back on the move, the 98 BMW of Rover Racing, and that's the 33 Audi turning right at turn one. We haven't mentioned a great deal about uh, Audi 33. But Simon Trummer, one of the drivers, along with Adrian Delina and Christopher Friedrich, their car collection motorsport Audi R8. So Adrian Delina is South African. Is that that? There is an Adrian Delina who is South African. That means on the entry list as living in Berlin, which I'm sure he does. Uh, Adrian Delina, wait for it, wait for it. No, it's Belgian actually. Ah. And according to this, lives in Dallas, but uh, maybe he's doing VLN all year. He's moved to Berlin. But the car collection guys, regulars in the 24. H series with their Audis and we have had as many as three from that dealership running as 32, 33, 34 well they brought the 33 car this weekend a different paint scheme car heading now onto the Nordschleife for the first section at some back. Oh, Adrian Delini used to do the European Le Mans series, didn't he? With the Ferrari squad, yes. I'm remembering now. Definitely is Belgian. 162 is an SP10 car. Heading over that lip and back onto the sprint strecker. Still trying to piece together which car is going to appear first of the three stoppers, 35 still quite well placed but it has only done two stops so what have we got 35 crossing uh, the sector 4 time, we've already got cars back over the line at the end of lap 22 including 99 which again has stayed out, Yeah. the 99 stays out 29 has pitted though on this lap and the 912 has made a stop as well. Okay. And behind. And, and the 35. And the 35 has just come in now. Okay. Right. So here's. Uh, so the 99, at one more lap, is going to be perilously close to getting in to the free stop window. Yeah. Unless it's under 40 minutes, because the 912 has just come back out again. That was a very quick stop. Very, very quick stop. Yeah. Well, can be now because it's time to the end of the race. And your minimum pit stop is significantly shortened as a result yeah. of that. I, um, I, I think that's what I think that's what guys are doing. They've, they've run as long as they can so they get the shorter last stop. But so fourteen is by far the best placed, I think, now of the cars that have made three stops and therefore done all of their have pit visits. A, have you got a note there when 14 stopped last on which lap? Um, well it was before the mad rush to the pits. I think it was lap 20. So I okay. think I think they are going to have to do eight stroke nine. <laughs> yes. yes. 
Yes. Yes, because I, really I think we commented on, on the 14 making it stop and saying, OK, well, it'll be fine to do eight. The danger is if it is nine. And then the very next lap, on that, the end of lap 21, we had about four visitors. Here's the 35. So three stops to its name now. That's the Vulcanhorst PlayStation-backed BMW M6. Felipe BMW is happy to push on for another circuit so it will stop at the end of lap 23 we can only assume and that will leave it either a 5 or a 6 lap dash to the finish so that's going to be a very quick stop as well any sign that the 22 Ferrari has made a pit stop yet? no, but it will need to however the Ferrari shouldn't be discounted maybe here either because if it's only a two-lap dash that Ferrari needs to do it'll be a very very short stop actually an, the, the pit stop visit will be dictated by how quick they can do the pit stop yes, rather exactly. than the minimum pit stop time yeah there's the 35 BMW then turning now left off the sprint strecker and onto the Nordschleife for the 23rd time Crone and Di Filippi leading the way then in the Rover Racing BMW and it was after only two laps that we realised that Rover really only had one bullet in the gun because the 98 was well off strategy, was well off the pace as well after an early visit to the pit garage and all attention no doubt switched in the team to the 99 and how far up the order that car could be Wherever you are in the world, lots of people heading to races, already at races, at practice sessions, getting up early, staying up late. 36 minutes of racing, just under, still to go for VLN2, and it's boiling up nicely here on RS3, part of the Radio Show Limited Network, and of course in sound and vision as well, thanks to our colleagues with the technicals at Vega. Great job again, guys, with the pictures and getting them out to the world. Huge audience for VLN1 uh, earlier on in the year, a couple of weeks ago. Um, word getting out clearly now that this form of racing is available free, without geo-block and without interruption. Delighted to be a part of this. Really enjoy these races. Next on the Nordschleifer for us, Johnny, will be the qualifying race for the 24-hour race. Which yes, is, it will. Uh, a six-hour race, of course. Yes. And there's also a, a six-hour VLN race to come later in the year as well. That's in the second half of the season, after the 24 hours. That's right. So, yes, focus will turn to the qualifying race for the 24 hours and the 24 hours itself. And we'll remind you, neither of which are part of the VLN Championship. Thank you. I was just about to say that. Yeah. Full season coverage of all the VLN and oh, straight through across the blend line for the 133 Lamborghini. Oh all four wheels, not even just two wheels, all four wheels. Well, that's been watched, I'm sure. Oh, come on, guys, that's 
simple stuff, isn't it? It really is. And the other thing is, your team manager is screaming in your ear as you go out. Pit lane, speed limit, pit lane. Okay, release the speed limit. Blend line, blend line, blend line. New tyres, new tyres, new tyres. Yeah, because that's what team managers do. Patrick Simon about to get in to the Porsche. Uh, into the uh, Mercedes-Benz, I'll try every German <laughs> car manufacturer, an SU, Prince, whatever. So Patrick Simon into the AMG GT and heads out of the pit lane. That is the uh, 155 car that Jethro Bovington has been driving in, the race scout car. Bert Schneider was in that car, qualified on pole position in its class, which was SP8T. I just had to make sure I got my dates right then, but the qualifying race... Oh, they're back the leader, that, by the way. Sorry, 155. Go ahead. Qualifying, qualifying race, race for VLN 20... Sorry, qualifying race for the 24 hours is next weekend. So it's the 14th... Of, across the weekend of the 14th and 15th of April. Are you back to do that, then? I'm going to Paul Ricard next weekend for a European Le Mans series race. Of course you are. All right, so that'll be Trusses then. Yes. We'll be doing that because I'm in Long Beach. Yes. So is that, that's the first of our treble header weekends then, where all three of the RSL channels are being used, so perhaps even at the same time. <laughs> Absolutely. I knew Poor it was Curry soon. will be tearing her hair out next weekend. I knew it was soon, but I haven't realised uh, it was literally next weekend so it's a, a double weekend um, back to back weekends rather mm. for the Nordschleifer great time to be renting a little chalet and uh, maybe seeing some of the Eiffel region in the week in between there's the damaged Cayman lovely part of the world as well fantastic by yeah and easy by the way if you're in the UK now easy drive to the Nürburgring it's a, you know it's barely an well, it depends which way you go and how fast you drive, but, you know, an easy couple of hours on the back roads further than Spa, which is not yes. exactly a, a tedious road. It's conveniently placed in Germany, isn't it? Mm. As in, it's our side. Germany, a massive country, and uh, it's a fair effort to drive to the... Go to Austria through Germany. To the and east you keep border, but this is right on the west border. Well, also, it? if you go right to the south of Germany and you drive through Germany, and you drive through Germany... I must be in Austria now. No, I'm still in Germany. Still in Germany. I've done that drive. It's great, and you can eat up a lot of miles because there's quite a lot of de-restricted motorway. Really. Yes. True. I sacrificed a Porsche 993 muffler to the great god of de-restricted motorways on a run down into uh, Austria there. Worth every pound, shilling, and pence. It's a good way to get rid of it. Right, on that lap... Uh, did we finally see a stop for the 99? Yes, we have. Correct. That's now made three stops. Correct. The Ferrari has stayed out. And I gone thought through. it might. Yeah, into the lead. The Ferrari number two, leading in premium and leading the race overall. Yeah. So that's the Oliver Kites, Georg Weiss and Jochen Krumbach Ferrari 488. Going about its business mm. very quietly nonchalantly but creeping towards the pointy end of the timing charts now 
as you say, time is second because it came through behind the BMW, but the BMW pitted. And the question is, when will that Ferrari need to make its final and how, stop? And how quickly can, can it get out? Yes. Because, you know, it's going to lose position to the 14 Mercedes, which I, I did say was a pretty good pick about two laps ago, 15 minutes ago, thereabouts. Uh, it's probably going to lose position to the 29. Yeah, it will. It's going to drop. No, it's going to drop. It's going to drop down to the bottom end of the top ten, but it's going to hold its position in class. I don't think the number seven Lamborghini Huracan. No, they're not on the same lap, so they're all right. So they're going to hold the premium lead. They're going to drop down towards the bottom end of the top ten or into the early teens. The Ferrari, but the 14 car is the one that we've got to watch now. That is, that is the leader, effective to all intents and purposes, when that Ferrari pits, as surely it must, with still 29 minutes to go. As out goes the number two gigaspeed Porsche, which was leading its class, uh, but is now in second to that Ferrari. So they've just made their last stop. So that's why I could see that on the timing screen. So that's the car that the Ferrari is racing, rejoining right now the number two that's the car that the Ferrari is racing that's the last stop for the Porsche so when the Ferrari comes in so it's going to be the two and the 22 Johnny in the in the um, executive plus category what's it called premium, premium. yes <laughs> close enough economy plus yes whatever uh, pro premium premium yep. pro SP9 premium isn't it SP9 Premium, SP9 Masters and Professionals, the Professionals. So that everybody has to be called Bordy or Doyle, obviously, in there. Yes, clearly. And Good remember the, kids. The, the point... <laughs> there's, there's plenty of episodes out there. Um, the points are awarded as per the individual, the kind of subcategories in SP9. So gone are the days where SP9 was given points as a big old class a group ah, class right, okay. that actually means of course that um, you now get fewer points for winning SP9 professional but you know, it's all the pros up against one another all the premiums yeah. up against one another we only have one Masters car but that is a growth area so that's bronze drivers only for Masters isn't it yes it is yeah, I think that's a great idea I really do it's another opportunity it is <laughs> we've got Pixum to give a call to and uh, yeah. also some SP9 Ooh. Big check well. up on the Ferrari. So here comes the 99 on its tail, fresh from the pitch, remember. And this is effectively the battle for the lead, isn't it? Where's well, the 14? Is the 14 already through, perhaps? The, the 99's already through, and the 14 is about to go through. This is the battle for second place. The Ferrari will probably peel off at the end of this lap. I cannot believe it can do another three, possibly four laps before the end of the race. On what it's got, it's been fairly fuel efficient Ferrari fuel efficient so the 99 leads so I have to say I missed that one that's it no, no. we're on board with the 99 and it made it stop ah. at the start of this lap remember so it's got some catching up to do and I think it's found so, its way to the back of the Ferrari so where's the 14 that's, still that's behind the, them I think the 14 may be in front now We've got to wait. Right, OK, I'm, conf I'm confused. It's, confu it's confusing only because the BMW, I think its pit bay at Rover, is after the timing loop. Therefore, it was shown as leading this lap, but it was in the pit lane. 
So it'll all shake out in a minute or two. But bear in mind, this is an SP9 Pro car trying to get by a premium car. So No, no difference to the spec of the cars, remember? No. Well, it's a Z4, I think. A 50 yeah. car on the end of a tow rope. I thought for a no moment. No difference that in the cars. So potentially the performance of the cars are exact, exactly the same. Yeah. Fantastic quality of pictures from the onboards, by the way, this weekend. Congrats to everybody at Vega working hard here at the Nordschleifer really really impressed as this battle for second place winds its way around the far side of the circuit down towards one of my favourite spots and a great spot for watching as well it's kind of crucial we know where the 14 is here because did yeah, the yeah. 99 get out before the 14 I don't think it will have done somehow so I think these guys are battling for effectively second on the road but the 99 disappears uh, but the um, 22 disappears yeah. this could be crucial for the 99 because it's, it will be losing time here if the 14 is up ahead yes good point so we're no waiting disrespect at all to the drivers of, of the 22 car but that car in raw speed just isn't as quick so will it be a black Mercedes that appears first car number 14 or will it be the Ferrari the white Wockenspiegel machine that pops into sight at the start of the Dottinger Hur. this will reveal whether that BMW is effectively the leader in SP9 Pro or whether it's in second place and trying to hunt down the Black Falcon car either either or as my mother-in-law would say this is not good news for the 14 car because it was held up behind the Ferrari which is either meaning that the 14 is ahead and getting further ahead or the 14 is behind and catching him up good point there's the Wockenspiegel car on the Dottinger Hall with the BMW behind it I did not see no. the 14 Mercedes come through but then so again the BMW's beaten the Mercedes out then on that last stop how's it managed to do that no just idea. on the time stop then well, yeah, because it could be a super quick stop. Yeah. Obviously, they don't have to put too much fuel into it. And it's effectively a time, um, well, not time stop, because I bet they didn't have to adhere to a minimum Correct. pit stop time. No, no, I, I, I just think that. So, does the Ferrari peel off this time? They're at the tier garden. There's traffic ahead, battling BMW 235i's. The Ferrari goes across the right-hand side early and peels into the pits. And through will come the BMW now crosses the line to complete lap 24 and the Yesikron Conor de Filippi car in the lead as in comes the 22 for its final stop this will be a super quick stop and just a splash of fuel I would think I doubt they'll put a new set of tyres on it so where's the 14 how far back is the 14 there it is goes through now 12 seconds the gap 12 seconds the gap from first to second on the road then another 11 seconds 10 seconds call the back of the 29 the Fondalinda and Fesler uh, Audi from Lant who've got ahead of the, the Bachler and ragging a Porsche who barely half a second if that then 9 seconds further back of the 912 the first of the Mantai Porsche cars we told you this would be good 22 minutes to go everybody feel to the end now yes um except possibly the 14 they might be on the cusp depends how many laps they've got in that car but they're depends. not leading at the moment so they may not be able to charge 
Here's the lap times from last time around. Forget the leader because he came out the pit, as Johnny said, it was a 10.04 for him. 8.20 for the 14, 8.14 for 29, 8.08 for the Falcon Porsche, 8.11 for the 912, 8.15 for the number 5 Audi, back in maybe with a shout now, the Stippler in the car, Frank Stippler remember stayed in that car, he's only 40 seconds away from the leader, if it's a cough or a splutter from anyone ahead, he's still in with a chance. I reckon there were 23 minutes on the clock as the BMW crossed the line. Right. So the next time it crosses the line, there'll be 15 minutes on the well, clock. Well, dependent on Ish. how quickly it goes around, but yes. And then the next time, there'll be seven minutes. Yeah. So it's three laps. It's only, yeah. So actually, 24 completed now. It may only be 27 laps. Yeah, because of the amount of cord 60s we've had. Now that's, a good, that's good news for the 14. 14 indeed, because uh, then all of a sudden we were thinking if it went to 29, they would not make the finish. 28 might be a bit iffy. 27, certainly doable. But they've got to catch the 99 BMW, first of all. And will the Ferrari yet have a say as well? Because the, the fastest of those three drivers... I forget now whether... Who has the edge in that trio of Vice... Kites and Krumbach, but you can bet your bottom dollar that uh, Wolkenspiegel team Monschau know exactly who to put in that car and try and hunt down the two leaders. The BMW is going to be delayed here as well because there's so much traffic and he does not want to risk slipping no. along the outside of these two Porsche Cup cars. The Lamborghini Huracan Super Trofea, that repaired car, is just up ahead as well. Well, having to bide his time. This is at Adenar Forst, just after the Fox Hall, the repaired Lamborghini is not quick in a straight line. No. Maybe they fix up the sandpaper instead of raising the tape at the front, and it's just causing a little bit of rubbing there. Certainly not cutting through the air, is it? The leader is through. Johnny's keeping an eye on the split times to see how it's going, very decisive driving I think we had Jesse Cron in that car to finish the race, didn't see Conor De Felipe getting back in, but again I, I, I stand to be correct, we don't have yellow flags, yellow flags and that was a BMW off to driver's left halfway down the hill towards the bridge and the inside of the hairpin so I think that was one of the dark blue BMWs, but uh, just to, we don't have transponders in the car per driver. No. I tell you what, the 14's not that far back, you know. Really not at all. Just coming over the bridge now, squeezing through and taking a little bit of curve through that right-hander as the ascent begins. Then out of Brightshite and then effectively up towards the carousel but it's really fast stuff now you need to stay off delayed. The here he comes now he's passing the Lamborghini through Bergwerk catching the traffic in much better places yeah. here that's a bag load of time gained on the 99 BMW and he's got a straight run up through Kesselschen towards Klostertal nothing ahead of him at all clear blue sky meantime the leader he's got a GT4 Mercedes it's the 155 with uh, Patrick Simon at the wheel a 
that. Oh, and he chops right across him on the penultimate right-hander before you head up the hill to the Caracciola Carousel. My goodness, he must have been close there to the 155 Mercedes, which is leading its class. Yellow flags at the carousel. Yes. And the it's the Jetta again. God, you need to spot that Jetta, can't you? And very slow. Three at four Clio there as well. Double waved yellows. They're going to come into a code 60, are they, for a car off the road? Yes, there's crews on the right-hand side of the road attending to issues. This is not the worst, of course. Code 60 board is out. Not the worst for the leader because he shouldn't actually lose any time here. It'll just be how quickly they get back up to speed. The car's in front of him. He wants to give himself a little bit of breathing space there because he'll want to get on the pace earlier than the guys ahead of him, I'll guarantee you that. Yes, yes, and if you're going into a incident area behind two cars, obviously they have to slow up first, which in turn slows you down. 14's got nothing ahead of him. Now he hits the yellow flags. So he will now have to slow down. So, 16 minutes and 40 seconds. The 14 car already heading through past the campsite at Brunchen. Yeah. Um, so we're I think he's making up ground here. Massively so. Where's the BMW? There's the Jetta. So yes. The, so the, the, the BMW cannot be that far up the road. It is. So the Mercedes still has to negotiate Schwabenschwanz and then the little right-hand king that takes them on the long They're going to be on the dot Hood together. It's a yeah. long straight, but they are going to be pretty much on it together. Now, whether the driver of the 14 Mercedes can see the driver of the 99... No, not quite. He's a bit further back than I thought, actually. Well, 15 minutes to go up. 15 minutes to go and he's just coming down through Flans Garden now I think I just wonder whether was that the 99 we caught a glimpse of or was it the 98 Ooh, BMW because we haven't yet seen a sector 4 time for either of the cars right okay so Mercedes powering on now here is the Kleiner carousel car off to the left as well but well off the racing line and has been put in a safe position. There are cars ahead. I think I saw a flash of BMW. Is that the leader? OK. Well, the BMW's just gone through now at 15.51 local time and 25 seconds. Let's try and get you a gap back to the Mercedes. 39. So that is a 14-second gap. OK, well, that's gone out then. It was 7... Uh, yeah, it was 11 seconds at the line. So it has gone out a little bit. The ebb and flow of the traffic and the code 60s. But this is not over. We've got this lap and I reckon two more. The, the leader will cross the line now with 14 minutes and 36 seconds to go. So the next lap and one more. It's going to be a 27-lap race. Yeah. And the other thing we need to concentrate on is who's going to finish on the third step of the podium because I'd spotted that the Lance Motorsport Audi number 29 and the four Porsche yeah. absolutely together and this is for third and fourth and remember that uh, for the bulk of VLN1 the four car ran second and lost second place on the final lap 
it could well gain a position and gain a podium on the final lap in VLN2. Four different German manufacturers in the top four places overall, Johnny. BMW, Mercedes, Audi, Porsche, Porsche. The Ferrari, by the way, dropped back into... Well, I was going to say back into six. No, he's still dropping down. So, still leading the premium category. Yeah. And remember, I said that he was battling the red and white Giga Speed number two car. Currently, that car running in 12th position. So, we'll check to see where that subclass is. It. Oh, battle for position. Ranking Third place. Around. Just up the inside, keep uh, really catching the 29 car, napping there. And was that Sheldon van der Linde unsure as to where to put the Audi because he was doing some lappery and trying to defend from the four car. And Ranginger wasn't going to be asked twice. It might be Klaus Backler at the wheel as well. But that looked very much like a Martin Ranginger type move. It's very decisive, wasn't it? Certainly Into the hairpin on the short version of the Grand Prix circuit. Well, early move made. And now can the four car make a bit of a break on the Audi? Well, don't forget, there might still be just a tiny little question mark over the fuel on the 14, so that third could easily become second. There wasn't much room turning into the right-handed hairpin halfway down the hill. There was just about a Porsche's width, but not very much more. I think the forecar fully sideways mid-corner as well, so a little bit of opposite lock required as he backed it in, pretty much. But uh, no hint of contact, just a little bit questionable about how many wheels he had over the kerb but there seemed to be space there and actually racing room given by the Audi back on board with the race leader the Jesse Crone Conor Di Filippi BMW M6 then for Rover Racing a disastrous VLN1 best result they got with one of their cars was a 10th but a DNF for the other we're going to get both cars to the finish it looks like but the 98 is nowhere they're far ahead are they they're only at the top of the foxhole now as they go under the Yorba Harbour Bridge from Armberg and now drop into the foxhole under 12 minutes to go this won't be the last lap he will have to do another lap he can't ease it back so there'll be one more after this one yeah man he's got a bit of clear circuit he'll be delighted by that 912 Porsche is in 5th by the way 6th place for the Phoenix Audi and, and the, the, the battle for the lead in SP9 Premium has gone at the moment to the 22 Ferrari and it wasn't close they got out some uh, 34 seconds ahead of the number 2 Porsche mm. so that strategy on the 22 it didn't play out at the head of the field necessarily the way we expected to but in the battle in the premium they took the very short last stop and that's given them a 34 second advantage over the number two Porsche from Gigaspeed 11th and 12th those two two in second 22 leading the SP9 premium category third in that class the Lamborghini Huracan GT3 the number seven that's the Conrad car. Slippery surface flags out for the approach to Brightshite, both on the right and, and the left. And now yellows. And so there's yellows. a car gone off. It's, has it lunged itself? Looks like a Porsche to the left-hand side of the road. Yeah, yes. 9-11. Very so unusual to see a Porsche broke. True. Contact surely. Something <laughs> broke. Something's broken as a result of being treated badly rather than natural wear and tear. But, uh, yeah. yeah, the warning flag's out. Quite a uh, long way to the approach, the though. This is the 14 going slowly. Just going past 
the same yeah. place. So the gap between first and second isn't 14 second now because we've just seen the leader going past that same spot. Uh, yes, although everything condenses up, doesn't it? It goes slow for a little while and the gaps. There isn't a sector point around that sort of area, but that would be deceptive anyway because the cars are only doing 60Ks or less. So we'll see whether it's altered things at all at sector four. Hello to Sam Pierce who's watching uh, whilst the Formula 4 Championship at Brands Hatch provides the noise, but he says, <laughs> his words, uh, F4 providing noise but no action. Plenty of action here, That's Sam. Huge. Mind you. Adding slicks and wings to uh, Formula Ford racing was always a mistake for my money. Formula Ford. Formula Ford, yes, yes. but, but yeah. it was Formula Ford in the good old days, yeah, and then true. somebody decided to uh, change it around. The ZTEC still run, of course, at Formula Ford Festival. That yes. provides very much better racing. There were 55 Kent engined, sorry, 35 Kent engined Formula Fords at the Bathurst Six Hours. A disappointing. 35, uh, 55 was expected, and wow. they still won a national championship for Ken Engine from the 40th Street. Brilliant, magnificent, yeah, absolutely magnificent. The leader then, with a lap and a half to go, is just heading around the far side of the circuit and coming down towards. Oh, another slow zone with a car in the barriers to the right. Oh, and that's exactly what we were talking about earlier on as you head down towards uh, Brunchen. Can't get to the right-hand side. Another E30 BMW there. Getting a lap put on it by the leader. The leader coming into Brunchen and a white flag there, I think. So somebody going slowly. Yep, vehicle in yes. the middle of the road. Looks like a fire tender. Yes, it is. Which way is he going to go? To the outside. <laughs> they weren't yellow flags. It was just a white flag saying that somebody's going slowly, so you don't need to back off. Uh, okay. Well, he's leading the race with what? This is the penultimate lap, so certainly hasn't got any time to spare. Side-by-side -side action ahead of him as well, and now he's got to pick which side he goes as he's... An SP9 on a TCR car, wasn't it? Yeah. Showing you the speed differential between those. Great to use the little paved section just off the left hand side of the road, sort of block paving, and then you turn it across another bridge. It's Nordschleifer winding its way through the countryside in between villages over public roads. In the second of the carousels, the Schwalbach fans. That the car collection Audi then up ahead. Yes, it is. So, so on the rear wing, in fact. So this is car 33. <laughs> I, I guess which one it was just before I could read it. But here's the 14. So the BMW needs to make quick work of the 33 numbered R8 LMS and out of the little right-hand king onto the Dottinger with six and a half minutes to go. Will come in a moment the 14 Mercedes. Maro Engel, you would think, driving that, although it could be Adam Christodoulou. Well, Adam oh, certainly didn't oh. take the openings, did, because he, yes. he was busy tweeting you. Yes. Well, the BMW's now got ahead of the SP9 car, and 
And obviously, with not much speed differential between no. SP9s and SP9s, it's better to get rid of that car as quick as you can before Tiergarten, ideally. Where will the 14 car encounter that car collection, Audi? We have six past minutes him. to go. This will be, then, the, the last final lap. lap. Well, does the 99 hold on, Johnny? That's the question. It's been brilliant tactics by the Rover Racing team, if they can, because they've used that shorter last stop to absolute perfection. Here comes the second place. Mercedes-Benz, the number one four, the 14 car, and right up with it now is the Klaus Backler and Martin Raginger car, and then the 29. Second, third, and fourth are very close together. The 14 has not got the pace. 8.43 and lost nine seconds to the two cars following it. Second, third, and fourth is up for grabs. Now, is there just a scintilla of doubt in the minds of the guys in the 14 car pit as to how much fuel they've got or have they just not got the pace at this stage of the race? Strange being a 27 Did the last stop lap. first? Did, yes. the last, yeah, they they did, did their last stop first? Yeah, they did, but it, we reckon it was on lap 20. And this is therefore only going to be a seven-lap stint. And they will have fueled it enough to do seven laps, I'm sure. By the way, slippery surface flag also being displayed at the end of the pit wall so cars needing to be rather ginger into turns one and two didn't see anybody slippery slipping and sliding through there and sharp intake of breath because i thought the ranking car was going to run to the side of a tcr machine then towards the end of the sprint strecker but avoided it so the four car looking to both attack and defend here because uh, the 29 cannot be discounted full attack mode at the moment Johnny it's interesting you said, said that he's not he doesn't care about what's going on behind the 29 car which we think um, well we're not sure whether it has uh, Van der Linde or Marcel Fessler at the wheel but he's just got to think all out attack at this point because he's got a chance here of second big chance of second position the leader is gone the leader has 20 seconds on this battle for second, third and fourth. And, well, I was about to say something stupid considering it in the Norge life. All things being equal, things are very seldom equal in the Norge life, even Indeed. on the last lap. Leader's got clear track heading up the hill now, having gone through Flugplatz, climbing the hill to crest the brow before that uber-quick left-hander. A little dab on the brakes if you're in a road car there to keep the car on the ground turns in with barely a lifter the left-hander before Arenburg and now dropping down into the foxhole the Fuchsruhe half in shade half in sunlight now with traffic ahead of him but it won't slow him down through this fantastic section of the circuit a big flowing area of the circuit that into the right-hander of Arenberg Forest will change down one gear then down one more as it tightens up on the exit BMW Golf going a lap down definitely the last lap now with just 2 minutes and 47 seconds to go what about the battle between the 14 the 4 and the 29 and we've got it on board on the 14 as the Aston Martin, my Aston Martin, comes through. The remaining Aston Martin and the Jetta. Yeah. Jetta's still going. Just proof, if proof were needed, you don't have to spend a million euros on a GT3 car programme. 
Those guys have had their fun today. And by the way, that outgoing version of the V8 Vantage running in the GT8 road car spec has a mildly modified streetcar, a GT4 effectively. Still looks great. Love the new car. I've got a feeling that that uh, outgoing V8 Vantage will become an absolute classic if it isn't considered one already. Brilliant looking car. Cars yes, in yes, the. Yes, I'll have one. Yes, obviously. Just give me the keys. I got the subtext there. Thank you. Fear not. Um, I thought I was being a tad subtle Cars, of course, in the lower order, starting their final lap mm. only now. Yes. And, I mean, cars immediately in front of the race leader will be starting their final lap as the leader crosses the line and wins a race. So mm. that's the reason why this uh, race very easily can ha- go on for an extra 10, 15, sometimes 20 minutes. There is possibly the Cup 1 leader. I, that was 650. So. Correct. Which is streets ahead, the Fubrich and Griesner car. car. So well done to those guys as long as they keep it on the straight and narrow. I they? reckon that they've got something like, well, more than two minutes on... Yeah. Oh, about two minutes actually on second place it's the 694 in second uh, the driver Vildas running on his own uh, who has got about a minute on third who has about a minute on fourth in yeah. cup five unusually spread out BMW I know. 235 disappointing frankly yeah. I mean I gave it the big build up yeah, and, uh, the VLN1 cup five battle was tremendous from start to finish and obviously the late drama with Mikhail Shry having to push the car over the line but from the 6.50 point of view, very grateful, I'm sure, to see the race leader sticking another yeah. lap on that car because it means he doesn't have to go around again. Correct. Uh, we should have finished about six minutes ago. We didn't because there was a slightly delayed start. Just things got behind rolling off the... Usually so, actually, rolling off the formation lap. But time will expire in three, two, one. Time has now expired, so we are on the last lap tuning in now to the Radio Show Limited network of channels thank you very much indeed for being with us been with us all through or you're just coming to us now to see the dying moments leader by something in the region of 20 seconds but then the scrap for second third and fourth the 14 Mercedes the 4 Falcon Porsche and the 29 multiplied by Lant Audi all together battling only two of them could stand on the podium yeah, can't all fit on there, but uh, early silverware for 2018 then, ahead of the qualifying race for the 24 next weekend, and then the 24 hours itself, which is the second weekend of May. So, date for your diaries being, well... The race is coming thick and fast, They certainly it? are, but uh, yeah, the, the 24 hours over the weekend of the 12th and the 13th of May... Obviously, build up throughout the course of the week as well. And midweek motorsport here on the Radio Show Limited Network coming from uh, the Nurburgring live on the uh, Wednesday, the 9th of May. And the weekend before that on RS2 IMSA Radio will be the return to Mid Ohio. So I'm straight back from Mid Ohio and then driving down to the Nurburgring. And we'll be doing the first round of the transitional season of the World Endurance Championship, which is Spa on the 5th of May. Right, okay. Really? Yeah. It's just bonkers, isn't it? <laughs> it's a oh! And that Backwards was right into the barrier. Where's the leader? The leader's already through. Hit! Hit there! From the, I think that was the land car. 
the land car was very badly held up there very badly held up indeed and how it missed the spinning Porsche I've no idea coming through Galamkov onto the Dottinger Hall for the first time talk about drama when oh, we think the whole thing's done the leader was safely through so this does not affect the Rover Racing BMW second, third and fourth were very close to being wiped out there thought uh, Johnny yeah second place the number four Ragginger and Klaus Backlikar I think has just about nipped through but goodness well, that means knows he's got past the 14 he's got past the 14 if he's done that if the 14 was affected by that I'm not sure but anyway one thing is for sure that Rover Racing will take their first victory of the year in VLN with the second race then going the way of the number 99 BMW M6 the 14 did sneak through so that will get second place the Black Falcon Mercedes oblivious to that Porsche going backwards into the barrier just before the Dottinger Herr losing it bizarrely through that fast right hand kink I wonder whether that was contact that led up to the incident and the Ragginger class Backler Porsche will get across the line and onto the podium after a late late scare and it might well have been a clang into the barrier for the 29 Audi it's come through it has come through but dropped 6 seconds 5th position will be the 912 Monte Porsche the only remaining Porsche then we're waiting for 6th which should be the Phoenix number 5 Audi yes there it is just gone through now then the Hornadel, Indy John Donchi and Maxi Goods, 48 Mercedes-Benz. Yeah, bright yellow car appearing at the start of... Then the 15 Mercedes, the 47 Mercedes, and rounding off the top 10 should be the 35 BMW. Okay. 11th position should be the Wachenspiegel Team Manschau, 22 Ferrari, which should win premium. P9 premium and after that it's anybody's guess 1, 2, 3 Porsche there's the 15 over the line the 47 behind it and what else have we got that's a GT4 Mercedes AMG Seat Leon or Seat Cupra I should say TCR finishing its race we'll give you the clash rundown in a moment here comes the 35 the PlayStation backed Volkenhorst BMW M6 10th position for that car as it crosses the line now Okay. so next it should be the Wachenspiegel Monschau car winning SP9 Premium That's the uh, he's, he's had his got to tell you yeah. he's had his lead cut down it was 40 odd seconds and that's been halved over the last two laps by the number 2 Gigaspeed car but I don't think it's going to be enough ok waiting oh. for a Ferrari 488 then it. with red door mirrors appearing on the horizon and no this might be closer than we thought is this more drama right at the end there's the treble six bmw m235i i think that's set for third place in cup five with the 650 probably already home to clinch the cup five victory and a convincing one in the end mm. but we're still so. awaiting a ferrari Number 22. Don't see any more SP9 cars in this batch. Well, hang on a second. Porsche there. Is that the Porsche? Is that the Porsche coming through? That's either 30 or 31, I think. Over the line it goes. Here comes the Ferrari. The two's gone through. The two's gone through. It's changed on the last lap in SP9 uh, Premium. The two's oh. gone through in 11th, and the 22 goes through in fourth. That's a huge difference. Eight seconds difference. 
a 3 or 6 3 3 7 on the last lap against the 258 they lost a lot of time there and that has changed on the last lap wow so a change for sp9 premium with the 22 looking like it had it in the bag i mean it leading the race overall for a yeah. brief spell purely because it could do a bit further on the fuel mileage there's the 11 going through the other Ferrari that's in 16th position overall yeah that's the four oh, that's the other Wockenspiegel uh, correct team on shower car isn't it so 22 and 11 458 gets a race finish as 588 should well. win H4 in 18th position overall Cup 2 the 123 Porsche comes through in 19th position overall SP7 to 7-0 also a Porsche winning that one 1-3-9 wins SP8 that's the other Ferrari 458 or the older Ferrari rather the 458 that's the 1-3-9 winning SP8 that's a good run for them and the two Hoffa BMWs home together almost side by side so 2-10 and 2-11 make it safely through uh, SP9 MA, the Masters car is has finished. 36 Parliament Adams and Ziegler BMW. TCR should be the Gulden Seat Cooper TCR. Yeah, Andreas Gulden doing the solo effort. Good run for him. Yeah. 969 Cayman GT4 CS wins Cup 3. Cup X for Cross Borstein 26 wins that one. That's the Hoffmeister Young Wolf machine. SP10 828. BMW M4, the Eichenberg and Mettler car. SP18 155. Jethro Bovingdon take a Bowser. Uh, Patrick Simon brought that car home. Bernd Schneider in that car as well. So they win SP18. Cup 5, the 650 you've mentioned. And I think that's all the class leaders I can see at the moment. Scan down. SP3T311, Sayat Cup Racer in 67, the Kittleman and Heinrich car. V5, Porsche Cayman 444, Fisher, Connoreth, and Zils. V6395, the Koenig and Schneider car. That was the 991 Carrera. V4, BMW 325E90, 490, Rink, Plink and Lyson. SP6, Kroll, Kroll, Kroll and Eggyman in the GTR M3 210. Yep. the 84th and win their class. 495 wins VT2. That's the Red Omegan RS for Weissner and Erpenbach. H2, Unland and Schmitz in the RS Cup, Clio number 631. SP5, the triple two. BMW E36, Bonk and Van Ramschorst in the Cayman S718. 718 SP14 wins, two, uh, wins the, that class in 97 for 266. It's a 2 litre turbocharged car, of course. 519 wins V3 down in 100 seconds. That's a 306 S16. My goodness, that's a vintage 
car. The Clio 4, Uchst running on his own, SP2T. Charge Clio. 384 wins that class, and that, I think, is Shillot. No, BMW 325 wins SP4, the 251 in 123rd position. 380 Ti Compact wins V2, 549, and Barin. SPX dropping well down at the end after the problems for the Glickenhaus. Um, not sure that'll be classified. It was in the garage for a long time, the 53 car. And now I'm going to say that to you, Lord. Well, we've covered most bases there, I would suggest. What a run Still. for the 99, though. That was tactics par excellence, Jim. Yeah, very much so. And bearing in mind what we talked about in terms of giving away too much of your performance, you don't want to want to keep your powder dry in the first couple of VLN races and the qualifying race as well, so that you're not lumped with a well, great load of lead, I suppose, for the 24 hours. Although how much balance of performance within the GT3 world is already locked in remains to be seen, because GT3 a global formula. BOP rules for 2018 will be well in place. There'll be some adjustment, I'm sure, ahead of the big event in May. And also, quite possibly, teams still deciding which rubber to use as well. Remember, Audi's last year, wasn't it, turning up with both Michelin and Dunlop rubber and um, deciding during the week, effectively, which one to run on. So there's uh, still plenty to be decided between now and the 24 hours and the qualifying race next weekend will certainly tell us quite a bit more. Podiums to look forward to here on RS3, part of the Radio Show Limited network, uh, our second VLN race of the year before we put VLN away into a little box for a few <laughs> weeks and it reappears after, uh, right after Le Mans, in fact. So if, uh, just when you're short of some motorsport action after the biggest race of the year... VLN comes stomping back again for the third you know, edition. One of the things I love, little Renault Clears just come across the line, yeah. navy blue car, and their team went bonkers on the pit wall as it went by because they can't. Here's the uh, Charles is coming through, the 85 mm. Pro Speed, dark green and yellow Porsche. It looks an absolute picture. Uh, and that car finished 25th overall and second in SP7. Yep. Yeah, Joe Foster was on the entry list actually to be joining those guys but I think on the timing screen correct it's just just Esther the two Charles and, uh, Putman isn't it yeah but they've done a grand job there to finish second in class behind the number 70 machine so a rundown of the SP9s and the overall results for the 43rd edition of the DMV for Stunden Renan BMW take the victory and Rover Racing with just over four hours as a race time from the f number 14 Mercedes from Black Falcon and the gap at the line just under nine seconds, so tight after four hours, although the Mercedes, we think, was actually losing time. Mm. After, although the final lap was decent and it did was able to Had pull to away. Had to be, True. because that number four Porsche, all right, that looks like a gap there, five seconds, but most of that was caused by the spinning 911. Yes. Um, and, you know, the six seconds between third and fourth, uh, see above, four different manufacturers in the top four separated by less than 20 seconds. That would have been about, I reckon, about 10 seconds, the top four, had it not been for that spinning car coming onto the Dottinger Hall for the final time. Fourth position was the best of the Audis then, the number 29 
Lant Motorsport car of Sheldon van der Linde and Marcel Fessler. Then it was the 912 Porsche. What might have been for Manti Racing after 911 and 912 bossed the early part of the race, but 911, I think, retiring in the end with that uh, yeah, issue correct. with the front right corner. The 912, with that incident which saw its spin in the Mercedes Arena, might be looked at, but no better than fifth place for the 912 of Patrick Pile, Fred Makaviki, and Nick Tandy. Uh, sixth place was the Audi from Phoenix. Seventh place, the 48 car, which is one of two HTP Motorsport uh, Mercedes-AMGs. Eighth position was the 15 HTP, uh, rather big pun, Black Falcon Mercedes of Yama Berman, Thomas Jaeger, Jan Seifarth and Lucas Stoltz. Ninth place was the 47 HTP Mercedes of Eduardo Mortara, Don Bauman and Indy Doncha. And then it was Jonathan Hershey, Hunter Abbott, and Christian Kronjes in the 35 Volkenhorst BMW. And as we peer out towards the Eiffel Mountains, or perhaps in the day. opposite direction, it's uh, still a... Yeah, the rain stayed off. It's been a little bit chilly early on, but warmed up nicely through the course of the day. And the paddock is still welcoming cars after their slowing down lap. I think just about everyone is home now as the sprint strecker falls quiet again just after 4.20 in the afternoon in Germany and another cracking VLN weekend or day, we should say, because these are Saturday-only events come to an end. Fantastic stuff. Uh, thank you for joining us. Stay with us for the podium presentations on the live stream with the formalities being organised even as we speak. Time to say thank you once again to our partners at Vega for another brilliant technical presentation. Well done to them. And it's just getting better and better. A couple of new cameras I noticed since the last time I've been mm. sitting talking to this. Four different manufacturers in the top four and Manti Porsche, not one of the top four finishers. I think you'd have got long odds on that at the start of the race. Mercedes-Benz, the most numerate in the top 10, with four out of the top 10. Just a couple of Audis, a couple of Porsches, and a couple of BMWs uh, in there. So again, the top 10, Johnny, dominated by the German manufacturers. 11th, I was going to say 11th would have been the first one because the change on the last lap. So yes, the first non-German manufacturer was 12th, second place in SP9. And... Now, that's interesting. I oh, know, it's all right. I was just looking at the timing screen to see that the 22 is shown in the pits, but that obviously is when he's come... Surely he didn't pit right at the end. No, we saw him cross the line. So, no he problem. Got, he got home and just yeah. listed as three stops. Correct. Um, the First car that only did two stops, by the way, was the Schall and Gerhardt H4 winning 588. 18th position overall, uh, just off the lead lap, right at the end there, in the Porsche 911 GT3 Cup 997 version. So, well done to them. The Lamborghini Huracan mm. did four but still managed 14th. So that was a what-if if they had well, that, 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 that was the stop. Conrad Urican, which fell Stopped way, way early. back. Yeah, yeah. And, and they were nursing issues, I think, uh, from quite early on. So actually to finish 
third in the class. Third in the class, mm-hmm. and to finish 14th. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, we call a Lamborghini a non-German car, despite it being powered by an engine very definitely from the four rings. But uh, Ferrari and Lamborghini, the only non-German manufacturers anywhere close to the top 20 this weekend. We may well get a chance to see positions 11 down to 20th in a moment or two, but I, I'm aware that podiums it's just are being prepared. Oh, here we oh, go. Thank you, guys. Right on cue. So there's your battle for... SP9 Premium, the two snatching it from the 22 on the final lap. And the gap at the line, eight seconds then between that Porsche, the Gigaspeed, Getspeed Porsche from the Wockenspiegel Team Monschau Ferrari 488 after a really good race up until that point. Whipping through the categories now. 21st position was the 101 Porsche, second place in Cup 2. It was the 123 that won Cup 2 and the other car that we've missed out we've already mentioned though the H4 winner was 588 finishing in 18th position uh, the crossbow category was that's Cup X isn't it won by the 926 car of Hofmeister Young Wolf and Schroeder finishing in 31st position and SP10 828 taking victory the Eichenberg and Mettler SP10 car and here are the rest of the finishing order. Just a quick thought, by the way. I reckon that the top... Oh, where were we? I was just about to tell you. I think the, I think the top 15 were on the lead lap at the end of the race. Okay. Just um, in four hours. Might even be the top 16. Mm. I think the number 11 Ferrari just... Really slow out. last lap from the Crone de Felipe here, 22. Uh, very slow last lap. 11 seconds disappearing to second place. And what might have happened on that run through to the Tiergarten, second, third and fourth, coming onto the Dottigahua line astern, but then interrupted by a spinning 9-11 yes. in front of them. Yes. Uh, and the one that lost out the most there was the 29 Audi, which had to, I think, drive off the circuit onto the dirt to go around the front of the car as it looked like it might spin backwards onto the circuit. Just, It was a strange incident there. It that, was. I think it a, must have had a tap. It's either a tap or a blowout, perhaps, um, or avoidance of an incident the other side of the corner that we mm. couldn't see. And maybe the BMW was delayed, and that's the reason why it had an 8.22, because it was the tail end of an incident that we caught Porsche going backwards into the barrier at, uh, well, a a hefty rate. So I hope the driver inside is okay. Medical crews will have been with that uh, driver very quickly indeed. And now we're down to, well, these are still finishers, because 20 laps off the pace. The Peugeot 207, we know we lost very early on after yeah. that clanged the barrier and 26 laps down the Porsche came on 445 didn't get much further than just one lap but nevertheless I think we did manage to get all 173 cars running at what at some point anyway uh, I clocked it at 173 cars the Renault Clio actually went out on the first lap 
it, it started the first lap but didn't complete it. That was the 615 Gronik and Gronik car in H2. Okay. Uh, and it stalled part of the way around the first the f- first race lap. Yeah. So we did actually get 174 cars in 74 across the green flag. So next weekend then the format moves to 6 hours. The VLN takes a break as the teams go into 24-hour mode and the qualifying race for the 24 hours in a six-hour mode and we'll allow Paul Trustwell to explain the vagaries of how all that works. It's not as straightforward as first past the post. Hmm. Beautiful day in the Eiffel region for VLN2. Porsche brand new at the head of the grid in the shape of the 911 Turbo Safety Car, which led the cars off some four hours and 25 minutes ago. And the race was on right from the very start, with the pole sitting 911 Porsche coming a cropper through the race. We never really got the bottom of that, but some damage to the right front of that car, which necessitated the... Monti team personnel taking the front off and trying to replace the undertray. Whether they just decided they'd lost too much time to make it worth going back out again, but that's not really the Monti way. I would have thought they would have put that car out even if they'd gone a lap more down. Yeah, we just suspected there may be something more. The only thing I think of wrong with that car. Well, though, the only thing I can think speed. of is either a steering issue or a suspension issue on that car. They've taken a crack on the front right-hand side. Cracking start for the BMWs in the third group with the champion car, the number one Shrey car, leading for a while, but then losing it on the second lap. But the battles, Johnny, in SP9, extraordinary in the early part of the race. Big drafting fest down the Dottinger Hall. Yeah. Uh, we had... Pretty much all of the main contenders leading at some stage on pace and on pit stop strategy. Yeah, also good dicing in the Cup 3 Cayman class. V5s putting on a really good display from Group 2 as well. There was the 9-1-2 that could so easily have won the race. Just Mm. got out of rhythm, nerfed into a spin or maybe just hoiked up onto the kerb, which resulted in a brief spin at the Mercedes Arena, but you lose so much momentum as a result of that, and uh, couldn't do any better than fifth place in the end. And Manti with possibly some work to do then. They will have learnt a lot, though, from their victory at VLN 1, and losing out on victory can often teach you a lot more than uh, taking the race win. So they prefer to have it in VLN 2 rather than the Nürburgring 24. And there's lots That's a good more. Point. There's lots more racing, I suppose. If you have a little incident like that with um, a damper issue, suspension issue, whatever it was, obviously in a 24-hour race, you've got far more time to recover the situation. There will still be decisions being made about whose tyres are going to be used in the 24 hours. Mm. And we saw, as you mentioned earlier on, you know there was a touch there on the 912 with the 48. And then there was another touch, the 48 and the 29 as well, at the same point of the track the next time around. A couple of laps down the road anyway. Yeah, you mentioned you know people changing tyre suppliers in the week 
of the 24 hours. We saw that last year, did we not? And yes. There's still an awful lot to be found out. Well done to the marshals of the safety teams. We did have a little conflagration in the pit lane, which was very quickly dealt with. And uh, no further issues from that. But once again, Johnny, the Nürburgring, right up until those last pit stops, really keeping us on the edge of our seat. And you've got to say the Rover Racing team did a very good job indeed in getting their strategy right. They had the speed, yes, but it was the strategy that won them that. Mm, yeah, and the thinking on the pit wall, together with tremendous driving. I'd be interested to know who did that final stint to keep the gap roughly the same. Connor De Filippi or it's Jesse Crone, isn't it, that he shares that car with. So we'll, uh, it'll all come out. Uh, at the end of the race and in the press conferences, but uh, really good driving from both pilots and could not be caught in the end by the 2016 winners or three quarters of the 2016 winners of the N24, uh, Maro Engel, Chris, Adam Christodoulou and Manuel Metzger. Two and thirds then, not three quarters. Um well, I'm leaving out Muller. All right. Because okay. there were four drivers. In All right. It, but, um, okay, yes, I see what you're saying. Yes, yeah, I see what you're saying. I forget now which driver, I'm going to have to look that up. We didn't have Bernd Schneider. Yeah. Because he was in the 155, he which won its class. He, he was busy in another car. And well done to Patrick Simon, um, who I've commentated with in the past, and I think was doing some pit reporting as well. I thought I saw him with a microphone in, in his hand. But uh, certainly did a grand job bringing that 155 car home. Lost the lead in the middle stint. Jethro Bovenden in that car as well. He was fairly nervous if his tweets was anything to go by, were anything to go by beforehand. Sounds like we're getting ready for the podium ceremony. I can hear the PA commentator beginning to wind up the crowd. And. Waiting to get the pictures from that, but it sounds like they're coming out. Perfect timing, and our winning drivers of Jesse Kron and Conor De Felipe on there. And I do like the fact that they still have proper garlands for these Nurburgring VLN races. Yeah, and uh, Trusses, Paul Trusswell, telling me two weeks ago that this is your classic Nurburgring garland as well. So I presume in 1965. German Grand Prix, he would have done a similar garland around his neck and torso. Second place this weekend, as we've already mentioned. Yes, indeed. Uh, second place for the 14 Mercedes squad, taking their place on the podium. So this is Maro Engel, Adam Christodoulou, Manuel Metzger, who impressed so much two years ago in the long distance race, and... Dirk Muller, so Dirk Muller being um, effectively Bernd Schneider's replacement oh, wow. uh, when, you, when you compare the team yeah. to uh, nearly a couple of years ago. Third position and it was a hard fought third, could have possibly been second but fought right at the end, just the penultimate lap for the Porsche of Klaus Bachler and Martin Raginger, the Falcon tyres entered car and now the national anthem of the winning drivers which hopefully uh, we will hear for you as well
Well, Johnny, I've thoroughly enjoyed that. Thanks for having me along. The champagne will be next. So the motorsport is really getting going now after we've been to Dubai for a double weekend and Daytona, Bathurst. Never really had a break over the winter period and there is plenty more racing to come, not least just over the next seven days. Make sure you stay tuned to RS3 for uh, um, the Inside Stracker feature coming next and then after that it'll be a revisit to the 12 hours of Silverstone from a little earlier on this year. My thanks to John Hindoff from John and from Johnny Palmer. Bye for now. This programme is a Radio Show Limited production. Tell your friends there's more at RadioLeMond.com.